Welcome to the Safe Room, your safe haven for gaming news and discussion. My name is Kevin. My name is Daniel. And this is episode 72. Whew. A follow-up to a very successful three-year anniversary live stream, I gotta tell ya. I think it went off without any hitches, save for the lightning storm that, that crashed our connectivity. Well, I did tell God to shut the hell up, yeah. and um, then our internet went out, yeah. and that, that, that well... Lesson yeah. learned for the next Mjolnir live stream during a crashed storm. through our fucking sliding glass door and destroyed our router. Oh, it was crazy, yeah. but like that, you know, I I think for us to do a live stream together for that long, mm. something had to try to mm. put it to a stop. There was no way. There is no way. We're a target, right? <laughs> We're absolutely a yeah. target. That content that good, Daniel. It was almost too good. Play, we played. We played Switch games. Uh-huh. We ate pizza. I poured a lot of sriracha on it. I was shitting for at least four days. I think I got all the way to Tuesday, and I was still shitting the same. Yeah, stuff you were. We you ate were hurting pretty bad on that stream. We made some decisions. It was fantastic. Yeah, it was, it was great. It was like the the physical equivalent, the gamer equivalent rather, of seeing a triple <laughs> rainbow. You never see a triple. Are you rainbow. saying there's anything different between physicality and gamerdom? <laughs> <laughs> no. no, but we had a blast. Yeah. Um, it started off as basically a standard episode, so there's two and a half hours of us putting out like pretty traditional us content. Traditional us content. Tons of shenanigans, and then once yeah. the beer really started hitting hard, it went off the rail. It really did. Yeah. But a lot, of, a lot of fun having a lot of people there in the chat, uh, mm-hmm. having having the gaming fam show up, watch us play. Uh, thank mm-hmm. you so much for your support. Uh, here's to another 33 yeah. years. Thanks for everybody who swung by, and thank you for Kevin for playing along in my, my Pokemon game that I gave. That was a good game. That I threw at you, uh, Pokemon or Japanese candy. You did great. I did, I did, did fantastically. Great. People doubted me, but like, I know my pokies. And see, moments like that are or why... 50, I know 55 pokies. <laughs> moments like that are why doing that stream was fun, because like, you get the interactivity with the chat, and they yeah. were like, egging you on one way or another, or like, kind of taking their guesses what, at what was what, and I'm like, this is dope. This is dope. Yeah, they were taking their own guesses. Yeah, yeah. that was great. I, I love that inter- interactivity. We, mm-hmm. we need to do more... Uh, live streams like that just yeah. for fun and whimsy my and friend finally we played diablo 3 together which people have been screaming about you played for like four and a half minutes yeah i think we both got bored yeah, it was pretty boring that game came out in 2012 yeah. guys you need to let the dream go okay <laughs> it's not like there's a, a borderlands 3 you know for diablo what would that even be called diablo 4 diablo. impossible <laughs> impossible like a dungeon crawling loot and shooter oh uh, you, you want that yeah uh diablo is a shooter that wouldn't be too bad. Let's make that. How does that not exist already? Overwatch as a loot and shooter. That would make sense, yeah. right? Right? Take away the fucking payload. Take away the objectives. It's all loot. All shooters. Blizzard, if you have any uh, opportunities, I, I think uh, two brilliant boys mm. could turn your whole business around. Mm. Let me tell you. We've got some ideas. We've done at least like 100 game pitches. No, we've got excellent ideas (laughs) that's a way that you sell yourself from now on so like hey man i got excellent ideas Mm -hmm. we're both white and overconfident let's make this happen i don't know about both of us being overconfident what do you mean I mean, I'm white, but I definitely suffer from very poor (laughs) self-esteem so that's all right daniel 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 Mm. daniel daniel kevin what is this show what is it this is the save room what it is a gaming podcast for gaming news and discussion as you said oh my goodness i love it right guys Uh, you said we had to get into it because Mm -hmm. it was our god-given duty to inform the people that's true we have a lot of a lot of cool things to talk to you about Mm -hmm. this week including what capcom's getting up to with the resident evil franchise we got some uh cool news about uh uh for you weebs out there about final fantasy and bad news for for weebs that are Mm -hmm. hoping for any anime characters to show up in smash uh (laughs) And then after that, I got some Borderlands 3 impressions, because I played a good seven hours of that game. Yeah, I played probably seven minutes. Seven minutes, that's true. Yeah, I have a lot to really weigh in on. You've been a busy boy. You've had a very busy boy weekend. And I was also, like, playing a lot of Control and catching up on that, so... 
Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I finally beat it. Oh, did you yeah, now? Yeah. Oh, I did totally beat that game. Yeah, oh, yeah. We wanna... gave some very uneven impressions uh, on our live stream because we talked about it briefly, and then when we were drunk, we were like rambling about control. I think we were rambling about control <laughs> the entire time. Like <laughs> no, conspiracies we... and control. <laughs> we were just raving about it. The clock's multiplied. So <laughs> I'm going to give a little more yeah. like probably thorough impressions there. Okay. And, and you can give me your, your spoilers or whatever you want to talk about. I don't want to talk to you Are at we, we going to do a spoiler cast? Do you think we on, even need to do it at this on point? On Control? Yeah. I mean, I might have exercised it from yeah. me because I did a... Uh, so you can check it out on our YouTube channel. You you literally have to look up the save room mm-hmm. in conjunction with Control because yeah. we don't have a named uh, YouTube channel. We need more of them followers. You know what I'm saying? It's such a pain in the ass to find our stuff on there. And we can, we can promise you we don't have any kind of like anti-Semitical content on there. So, mm. you know we should be yeah. we should be up there in the subscribers no but check that out kevin did a really yeah. cool video review of control he put some a lot There's of work a into a cutie pie i know we'll okay. talk about him yeah. later we'll gotcha talk about so later. i'm excited now yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah i did a written review for control uh and then i did a video review based off of that written mm. review uh i think i hope you had fun with it okay I yeah no fun with that i like I w- editing i do i was really tired when i came home last night but i was like all right i'm gonna watch this it's eight minutes yeah and it was good i liked it was it. quick yeah it was, it was fresh hey, you're your personality came through in the script a lot. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that was like three voiceovers that I had to do. Oh, was it three? Yeah, yeah. I was dissatisfied <laughs> with each of them. Oh, okay. Yeah. And when I would choke on a word, I'd be like, just restart the whole fucking thing because that's how I do stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, you got to get it in one. That's that old um, uh, theater background mm-hmm. in me, right? It's like, you fuck it up, you don't get to keep on moving. No, 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 no. That's no. true. You go back to places. <laughs> I would say the theater background never left you. You bring it to every episode. I do. I bring it everywhere with me. Mm-hmm in the world and it's heavy and it costs baggage fees but daniel also you can find us on soundcloud.com slash the save room show if you want to check out the actual just podcast podcast you're listening to it right now it's also on spotify it is also on itunes it is also also we're not talking about fucking uh apple arcade i'm gonna let you know that right now (laughs) oh i didn't really care to i didn't care at all it's five bucks a month for like six people okay whatever okay neat there you go (laughs) there it is you're welcome tim cook and then um it's on google play stitcher rss feeds everywhere everywhere. and then streaming as well streaming is our main baggie daniel is it yeah i would say so we we're pretty we put a lot more hours into our streams than any of the other things that we do besides playing games like outright it's weird because this yeah. the podcasting is a combined effort of like one and a half to two hours of recording, mm-hmm. one and a half to three hours of writing, hours of editing. So like it comes together like that. But mm-hmm. like we'll stream for like four or five hours at a time, multiple times a week. Yeah, or maybe I just do four or five hours at a time. No, I do. I'm I yeah, I don't do the four to five hours yeah. at a time thing, man. Nah, nah. I just have so much fun with it. I just spread it out through mm-hmm. the week. He said that unblinking. I'm going <laughs> to let you know that right now. <laughs> I, I'm a little dead inside. I'm going to be completely forward with the roommates right now. I am exhausted. It is I, just so much fun. I've been working a lot of early mornings, and I got home late from Seattle last night because I went to the, a Japanese garden. Sure, so. you're all fucked up, which is the best time to record Of course, the best shows. sort of fucking energy. Daniel, they can find you at twitch.tv slash dungeons and daniels what's the last game you're streaming uh there's only one game that i could ever be playing these days and it's control yep yeah yep my copy control which Mm -hmm. is one of three titles of mine that are sitting in your inventory yeah and i feel them i feel them like lost gems i get that way too Um, where like when i know something's missing from a collection like it's like uh my soul feels broken right you know like i'm i'm voldemort and my soul is split in these portents that's being borrowed out to people (laughs) sorry one of four (laughs) now that i'm looking at the collection well it's control judgment dmc and near automata near automata six yeah so i've played 
control twice last week actually oh you gotta remind me of astral chain uh also when we get into our game impressions okay, yeah, I, for, we'll, I, for, we'll, I forgot that i was playing that because yeah yeah we're gonna back end a lot of that stuff we got yeah, a lot of so weird shit we've been playing and back that talk shit about. up man we gotta get into some yeah. crazy stuff it was well, tgs we talked about yeah. astral chain on the live stream but i feel like we're gonna have to like revisit some of those thoughts yeah yeah, yeah that's fair yeah. that's fair but I played a lot of Control. People were coming in. It was a fun time. Uh, the game really took me by surprise on that stream. Same here. Because I didn't know that there were hidden bosses. And that really yeah. blew my mind a little bit where I'm like, oh, this is kind of opening up in a really cool sort of way. Yeah, real mad. I did. I, th- I think people actually saw me throw a legitimate temper tantrum. Yeah, oh, you got I, real I was upset. one of those people. It was great. That's why I was getting all the, the, the watches at that point because people love watching people oh, get frustrated. They wanted to see a meltdown. Right. They and I almost did. go nuts, I man. did a few maneuvers where I stood up and I got really close to the camera and I played because I'm like, I got to get center my core and just stand. Like they're hoping for that dual shock to go flying through a window. It almost did. I played That's at least like... them good subs. I played five different get hype songs at least two of them were kanye songs yeah i gotta tell Um, you man no gambino Gambino. well my go-to hype song is uh fort minors remember the name oh yeah oh (laughs) because just think about it man i am i understand completely it's 10 percent pleasure 15 percent fame and 100 percent reason to remember the name it gets me going dude like it's just it's so good shinoda mike shinoda if you're listening to this podcast which you aren't Know that you he get me going. Be. <laughs> he might be. He might be. Mike Shinoda. Okay, we're climbing up the list. We're, you know, yeah, like 10,000. We're, 10, we're probably like the 500 <laughs> most listened to podcast on odd weeks. But we are the most podcast called The Save Room. <laughs> that's true. That's true. <laughs> but yeah, that's all I streamed this week. Uh, people were hanging out with me. Keep giving me emotional support while I was going through those moments. And I'll give more control impressions later because I got a lot to say about that. But. Um, enough about me. Let's talk about you for a little bit. Yeah, where can, so where can they find So you are streaming me stream, God these days with yeah, Final dude. Fantasy VIII over oh, at oh. twitch.tv slash the red herb where we also streamed our live show. That is true. Yeah. Um, Final Fantasy VIII, man. I have to review those tapes because I think there might be a lot of incriminating evidence on them. We drank a lot. I, I drank and a I lot took on my that, shirt off. I drank a lot on that last. Well, no, 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 no. In the, oh, you just mean in your general? Yeah, experience. just in the, no, okay. no, no, no. Yeah, we definitely have to scrub, <laughs> scrub all of Twitch of anything that was said or done during our uh, three-year anniversary. Yeah, it was a party. We we should have done that private feature where only like uh, friends Close only friends, can come yeah. in, and then hope that nobody. They made too many clips of us. Oh, uh, they really did that. Way too many. But they, go ahead. No, I, I. But I played Final Fantasy uh, eight, and the last time I did. I've said some shit, man. I, I got into some stuff. I remember yelling at a fisherman who was mm-hmm. giving me some gruff. He looked like some sort of backstreet boy, fucking stand-in with a stupid 1999 goatee. I wanted to fight mm-hmm. him. Oh, he was so smug, man. You don't see that I'm in, a, I'm in a floating school? We just found out yesterday that Balam Garden flies. Is that it the airship? The official airship? Flo- no, no. Uh, that's a different one called the Ragnarok, son. You oh, get, that's a sick name. Yeah, you get that pretty late. You get okay. that pretty... Uh, well, that's, yeah, most Final Fantasy airships are late stage. Right, and that... Oh, man, that ship is beautiful. It's red as the devil's dick. It's, it's, <laughs> red, it's red and it soars. Oh, does it Red soar? rocket. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I can't wait for that one. You were, like, screen capping and, like, calling out, like, a lot of cool, like, dialogue things or rather funny dialogue it's things. It's the funniest fucking Game. Yeah. It's such a good game. You know what? It I, makes me want you to start like a Final Fantasy VIII without context Twitter. Like no context? Well, yeah. I, I, it has to exist. Yeah, it has sure. to exist already. I'll find it like tomorrow. Mm-hmm. But you know what? I, I got to tell you, this game is a gem. Because mm-hmm. we had this conversation where I thought that like, you know, I, I picked up Final Fantasy IX for the Switch. And I got into it for a little while, played it on my trip to North Carolina, mm-hmm. and then just kind of dropped off with it. But eight. 
I've got the disc too, man. I keep on pounding through that game. Even as I play Borderlands, I'm just kind of like, so when am mm-hmm. I going to go back to these guys? So I think I'm going to you... make it like a stream institution. Okay. To like make sure I get through this game, right? That's a commitment to yourself and to the Hell stream, yeah. obviously. And you want to platinum the game as well, so I hope oh, you do see it through. Oh, yes, I do. It's funny too, because like we talked about Astral Chain very briefly, but like you bought that game. That is a triple A ass game, and you're not even playing that because you're playing like Final Fantasy VIII. I don't like it that much. Okay, I mean, yeah, that's not the only reason why you're not playing it, but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like that's my overarching yeah. uh, reason right there. I, I don't, I don't like that okay. game that much. But yeah, FF8, man. We had a good what time a the other night in stream. We were talking about our favorite yeah. Final Fantasy games. You mm-hmm. had a very deep heart to heart conversation with the chat about why you got into gaming. I forgot yeah, about so, that. So talk about this real quick. Oh my god. About, yeah, about your dad. Let, me, let me take a big chug out of this uh, Silver City. <laughs> the mm. Tropic Haze, one of our favorite hazies that we've been what drinking lately. Uh, yeah, I, I forgot this, but I, I, I remember I was about... I had to have been 10. Mm-hmm. This was when I was still living in um, Miami, and we were about to move to Fort Lauderdale because my parents were like, well, one, my mom was pregnant mm-hmm. with my little brother. Two, my brother was getting in trouble with all of the fucking cops. Uh, yeah, it was about 10, 11. Then he was born. What year was that, you think? He was, was born it? in 2001. So I, didn't, oh, I played. Oh, 2001, okay. Yeah, I didn't play until 2000. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah fun fact. What a crazy time. <laughs> oh, it was a whirlwind, mm-hmm. man. You know? We just we barely survived Y two K. Yeah, dude. You know? uh, and Bush was uh, coming into power. Yeah, dictator Bush. Seinfeld went off the air. Seinfeld People were going off, nuts. Seinfeld went to prison. <laughs> anyway, um, it was a crazy time. Yeah. And I I remember playing nine was my first one actually, mm-hmm. and I remember seeing in a Game Pro like hearing that eight was like more mature and had Whoa. all this hell yeah Game, Game Pro, Pro like you just kind of like I just fucking had a flashback. <laughs> we're going back in time yeah. here, buddy. <laughs> so uh i and i remember my dad took me to the toys r us Mm because we didn't have like a GameStop nearby or anything or whatever it was i remember that being like the place you went to for video games yeah they got a toys r us right like i I picked up fucking donkey kong with the Mm. expansion pack the ram pack Mm. and all that like all my games came from fucking uh uh, the old toys Toys r us man jeff the giraffe was out there going like yo are you a casual (laughs) (laughs) you a hardcore game He's like, no, I'm a hardcore gamer. And if you're not a hardcore gamer, he cranes his neck around yours and just fucking breaks your neck. Yeah, I could be... Oh, that's... that's (laughs) Anaconda's (laughs) 4. Giraffe style. (laughs) What? But your brother, he wasn't born yet. He was not born. (laughs) He was was unmade. pre-made and um i we went to toys r us and like they would have the placards where Mm -hmm. you'd pick it off of like the shelf Mm -hmm. and be like oh bring it up to the front and they had the placard for ff8 and i was like yay i'm a child and we went up front and they're like "Ooh, ah we're sold out of this one actually and i remember being so crestfallen and i was just like it's all right dad Maybe next time. Mm. And, and then he was like, oh, okay. Mm, yeah. Whatever. And when he was um, house searching, he did two things. I didn't mention this on the stream. One was that he uh, ran over a mailbox at, at, the oh commu- my God. at the community that we eventually moved into. <laughs> mm-hmm. And no one was around to see it, so he just drove away. This is something my mom told me. He was just like, yeah, he just backed up into it. <laughs> and drove away. And then went to a local GameStop, mm. which, fun fact was the GameStop that I would eventually work at when I was 17. Oh, no shit. And he picked up a copy of this game because he thought, oh, hey, it's like 20 bucks because it had already been out for like two years. Had he first backed his car into the GameStop? 
Wouldn't that be a better story? He backed up into the GameStop, and the only game that flipped through the windshield was Final Fantasy VIII. I guess I have to buy it now. It was kismet. No, he had to buy a lot, if that's the case. Yeah. <laughs> and, those, and so, like, one day he just surprised me with a game, and I remember that being um, the game, like, my first story-heavy game. And that kind of unlocked my fucking mind mm-hmm. when it came to gaming and the potential for gaming. Because before that, it was all like what my, you know, older brother and sister yeah. went to. It's like, it's Mario, Mario Kart. And but FF8 was like the skeleton key of possibilities. Right, yeah. right. And I just fell in love with the story. And even though I didn't understand a lot of it or understood that it would affect my personality mm-hmm. for years oh, to yeah. come <laughs> with a stoic main character. You're a squall in a nutshell. Yeah, that blocks everybody emotionally, mm-hmm. but still feels entirely empathetic to those around him, but doesn't know how to convey it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's some heavy shit right there, boy. <laughs> yeah, I love this game. It is a gem. Let me tell you what. If somebody told me that this game wouldn't exist unless you rounded up every copy of Final Fantasy VII and threw it into an ocean, mm-hmm. I would just be like, all right, let's get the logistics down. <laughs> so <laughs> how, how, do do how many fucking copies are out there? How much time is this going to take? And which ocean is the saltiest so we know that these suckers are destroyed? Yeah. <laughs> and as you're doing it, like an orchestral theme of the Fisherman's theme is playing from FF8. <laughs> <laughs> so I love FF8, man. Okay. I do. I'm having a good time. Nice. That was my rant about it. It's been fun watching you play. It makes me want to pick it up. Um, should pick it up. Yeah, it seems great. Mm. And it has all the same features of, like, uh, the 7 and 9 ports where you oh, can I'm basically, cheating. like, speed up combat or do, like, ultimate damage. Yep, I'm cheating, man. Yeah. I'm cheating the whole fucking way. The only thing it doesn't give you that 9 did was, like, was um, unlimited zenny, mm. apparently. And this game is like, no, yeah. you may be invincible. And you may be super fast. But three times the fast. But you will always be lower class. You're no gillionaire. <laughs> Get out of here with your fucking... So what? Go fight a sorceress, you dumb bitch. Oh my god. I love that game, though. Yeah. It's fantastic. Are you playing it with a guide, or are you just kind of playing it based off of memory? I'm only... The only guide that I'm using is... um, So all of the trophies are based off of the guardian Mm -hmm. forces that you get, like Bahamut and Leviathan. Is Shiva in it? Yeah, Shiva's Shiva? in it. Okay. I already have Shiva. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, all, all of those standards. Oh, all, all the classics, all the, dude. The fucking, there's the like bit. 20 of them in the game, and so there's a bunch of trophies that are just that, and there's a lot of missable guardians, because mm. what you have to do is use the draw feature to mm. draw them suckers out of certain bosses. So I've been looking through and seeing like where I'm at in the story to, to grab those. Okay. The draw system seems entirely broken. Mm-hmm. But is also really, really fun. You don't have like a meter for magic in Final Fantasy VIII. What you have instead is the ability to draw uh, an enemy's magic. So okay. like, you know, Fyra yeah. and Blizzard and Trasha. Water, uh, yeah. Wa- Watera. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and you grab those and then you um, start getting like a counter on them, like up to 99 of them. Okay. And so if you're like out of those, just go hunt down an enemy or an area where you know, like, you know, the flame boy is going to show up mm-hmm. and you get you can take fire out of that guy. Oh, cool. And it's kind of neat. Or instead of just drawing, you could just take it from them and then cast it right back at them immediately. So Shit. it's just like, hey, thanks. Bam. <laughs> but usually they have a, like kind of a resilience to something that they own. Mm. But yeah, it, it's such an interesting thing. And I'm not even mad about the junction system anymore. Mm. Right? Like there's a lot of nuances I don't understand about it. But I'm just kind of working through going like, no, actually, it's fine. You, you, you kind of normalize after a while. Mm. Maybe it's all the cheating I'm doing that's making the rest of the game. Yeah, you're happen. breaking the game. Yeah, because otherwise that game would be... Uh, 
the worst grind in your life. Mm. The worst. Well, back grind. in the day when we were fucking ten year old dumb shit kids and we had yeah, well, all the yeah. time in the world, we're like, yeah, I can play a fucking RPG for a hundred hours. Yeah, no, that game. Let's see. Listen, like when I went back to nine, I was like, I don't have time to like do it like this. Like I, I'm skipping around in encounters. I'm doing my thing. I'm living my life. Yeah. When, <laughs> when Papa Pape buys you a game, mm-hmm. that game's gonna last you for six months. Don't ask him another question yeah. about yep. games. Okay. So yeah, I had all the time to grind out in that motherfucker. And I did. I did my due. I paid my yeah. dues. You don't have to do that anymore. I'm allowed to cheat. Also, I'm a grown ass man. I paid money for that game. Let me break it how I want. <laughs> okay. 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 Let him do it. I love that game. You want to get us some news? I do want to get in some news. Sick. We have some quick hits on here. I'm going to let you take the ball on the first quick hit. Ooh, let me, let me dribble, 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 dribble. I'm fucking like Michael Jordan in the hit film Space Jam. Ooh, yeah. that's a good one. They're bringing Space Jam 2 back. Are they doing yeah. 2? Are they doing 2? Was it Kobe that they had as, uh, or were they looking at somebody else? They had to be looking at new talent, but I couldn't name They're a basketball player from the last five years. To, I would be upset to, if to be Michael honest. Jordan doesn't show up in the film, though. <laughs> like, he's just, like, passing the tour and go what's up bugs oh mikey what's yeah it'd be fucking great um there are some quick hits i do want to just take a moment to raise a glass to a hero we're going to commemorate a hero for a moment ash ketchum oh lord after 22 years of grinding throughout multiple leagues multiple regions has finally won a pokemon league championship holy shit this dude wanted to be the very best that no one ever was and now he is. I mean, uh, given the metrics that you just <laughs> issued out, I wouldn't say he's the best and maybe just kind of like lucky on yeah. this one. But yeah, I'm very happy for our boy Catchem. What was uh, somebody... Maybe now his dad will love him. Maybe Oh, his dad's never coming back. No, he's not coming back? No, but Professor Oak will love him. Was there ever like a side plot with the dad where he's like, I'm actually a scientist and I'm trying to stop the pokey flu <laughs> no i don't think it was ever like that oh he just didn't yeah. want to fuck i think one episode he was probably having like really bad daddy issues and like a nido king like comforted him <laughs> like, i'm your dad i'll take you to school <laughs> that man is dead or like professor oak because i think professor oak was cucking his mom oh my goodness dude or maybe that was the mr mime i don't know you don't use the word of the enemy that's an insult that is word. the word of the enemy that is a word of the enemy sir <laughs> but congrats to you ash ketchum 20 years later you're fucking you're a hero I'm happy for you, dude. <laughs> uh, first quick hit on here. You fake bitch. <laughs> Celeste, you know, we talk about it a lot. I love it. I'm almost going to platinum it if I ever go back to it. But uh, Celeste is getting free DLC across all platforms with the new edition of a chapter nine. Hootie hoo. Hootie hootie hoo. Titled Farewell, the new chapter chronicles Madeline's journey back to Celeste Mountain to visit her grandmother's grave and features 100 screens and 40 minutes of new music. So that's pretty hype. You know what's really interesting hmm. here? That the mountain is called Celeste. Yeah, that fucking... And not the main character. That broke my brain when I played it. I was like, oh, her name's Madeline. I was like, I guess that's a cool name. I'm sure you've told me that before, but I... Yeah. That one escaped me. But it's getting a lot of really great praise so far. It's supposed to be super hard. It remixes elements from, like, the previous levels, and there's a new mechanic that's introduced. Yeah. Um, And it's pretty dope. And then a sidebar... One day you'll get me to play it. One day I'll get you. If I had it like physical, I'm sure I could get you to play. Yeah, you. Yeah, well, more than likely. Yeah, but there was a bit on here where they were um, asking Matt Thorson, the developer of the game. Um, Thorson. If they were, uh, yeah, That's Matt the name Thorson. Of the... Matt oh, makes games. oh, it's a man. Yeah, Matt Thorson. Gotcha. They were asking him if he would ever make a sequel to Celeste, or if this kind of substantiated a sequel. And he cried. And he was bawling the entire time. <laughs> he was bawling tiny little Madelines out of his eyes. Oh, that's uh, horrific. But he basically what are you, told. Ito? <laughs> He basically said that he wasn't interested in making a sequel. Damn. I know, I know, I know. I love it. I respect it, though. Yeah. 
Yeah, these indie folk, they want to make something new. They mm-hmm. want to do something different and challenge themselves in different ways. And people are like, no, make make Celeste. <laughs> make part I two. mean, it's kind of cool that like two years after this game came out, because I think it did come out in like 2017, like initially on like was a probably PC time, and then Switch. Like the fact that they're giving it such good free support because like it's so beloved and they want to just give back to the, the community and the people who, you know, supported it. I think it ended up selling like over a million copies. Goodness gracious. Yeah. You know, uh, I remember FanGamer had really cool t-shirts and shit oh i'm always hyping up this company and it's like they're not gonna hire me or anything they had a really sick um, they couldn't afford me at all no they couldn't (laughs) you You have too many big ideas (laughs) you you have expensive ideas they're way big but they also had a fucking the vinyl that i really wanted yeah we talked about this on the live stream it was such a beautiful like splatter variant and i'm like fuck i want it but i couldn't like justify one buying it and two carrying a vinyl around packs like for true, hours. True, true. No, that's like one of the more yeah. obnoxious things. Uh, it's available on their website though, right? Like mm-hmm. you can just yeah, get it whenever. Yeah, 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 just do that, man. I got. I got to hear that music of Lena Ray and that soundtrack is amazing. Yes, so it good. is. I've actually listened to that soundtrack before I've ever played the game. Like I, mm. I put it on Spotify and was like just driving down the road, uh, you know, the, the mm. gloomy ass Seattle, and I was like, man, this feels right. I think they won an award for it at um the Game Awards. Game Awards. Yeah. Rain on, rain on. Yeah, yeah. Yo, fucking Jeff Keeley was already tweeting about like. We're T-minus, uh, like, three months mm. from the Game Awards. And I was like, what is my life? Well, he was talking about he was traveling. We just to, had like, the Game Awards. He was like, I've been traveling around to all the corners of the world. I've seen oh, the God. eight wonders of gaming. <laughs> and I'm, I'm coming up with ideas. And I talk to these certain teams about new ideas and new projects. What? Is he so, so is he uh, reporting in games or making games now? What's He's trying happening? to be, like, a fucking innovator auteur. Oh, my God. And then I think Reggie tweeted him. He's like, hey, can I go? <laughs> Reggie Fils of Nintendo. I'm not busy. I've got my 3DS. Well, no, Re- Re- Reggie apparently now is teaching at like a college. That's really like cool. he's going back to school as a professor. Reginald. Reginald. Professor Reginald. Reginald. I like that. Of Nintendo. I like that because you lot. can't drop the of Nintendo. If there's anybody that can school some fools, it's gonna be Reggie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I got another one on here. This one came out of TGS. Team Ninja's Neo Two is gonna release in early 2020. Fun facts about it, there will be a beta in November. Mm. The game will feature character customization, so they're getting rid of Will Willem Will, Will William? William, that fucking white milk toast. The milk colonizer. Toast. <laughs> you fucking colonizer. <laughs> and the- <laughs> Sorry, that cracked that. that can be funny sometimes. <laughs> Neo colonizer edition. <laughs> comes with a steelbook uh, and uh oh so you assholes out there will be happy because there's going to be no easy mode oh uh, you gotta get the game as well so there's no there's no argument or discussion or mm. debate that should occur from that uh gamers can you please uh dial back in the discourse when neo 2 comes out that would be fucking fantastic this means i actually have to beat neo 1 now you don't have to do anything like that you could just fucking did i did i beat dark souls 1 no dog no that's true no dog i beat part three but that's different because i feel like dark souls 1 like it felt dated in comparison to dark souls 3 or even bloodborne when you got into that mm-hmm. like going back it's just like yeah i can do this for the challenge but like why neo one came out yeah. so recently where it's like that game is still good it still plays good that is a fair fact yeah. <laughs> i still want a better neo mm, because okay. i liked neo i didn't love neo right it reminded me of the shit that i like in dark souls mm-hmm. it reminded me a little bit of bloodborne but it just didn't have that same crunch that i eventually found and loved mm-hmm. in Sekiro. Uh, so you got Sekiro. you. They have a mountain to climb if they mm-hmm. want to get me into that game. I know there's some extra shit in there, like the, mm-hmm. the guarding stances and the. There's a lot more weapons you can play with in that game, mm-hmm. but at the same time, there's just something. It was a colonizer. That's what it was. <laughs> uh, the trailer looked dope. 
the I really like the the attention to detail and like creativity that went into like these new boss designs. Yeah, like super super cool. I'm oh like, yeah, you can summon yokai, right? Yeah, yeah cool. Yeah. That's what I liked about the first one too. I was like the enemy design was like really unique. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. No, it had a unique enemy design. I just mm-hmm. didn't always feel like the combat was like super balanced. That was my thing about that game. So yeah. we'll release in early 2020. Yeah, I was almost sure that this was gonna be like a PS5 exclusive, but it makes it seem like it's gonna come out on PS4. Yeah, it's not gonna come out okay. on PS5. Mm-hmm. Nah. Well, I guess it doesn't matter anymore because it's going to be backwards compatible. The PS5? Yeah. Maybe. Mm. Well, yeah. It is. That. It's going to be. Like, there's no... That's going to be great. Yeah. It's going to be great. I, I hope it removes loading times when you plug in a PS4 game. I don't know if that's likely, though. I think the game needs to be optimized for the PS5. We'll see. We'll see. It's too what early to tell. Is, yo, we're, we're like burning through this year. Mm-hmm. We're not going to hear about Sony's plans until next year. Probably not. We're not going to hear about them. It's weird. Sony's been kind of mum. Like, yeah, they were at, like, um, PAX, and they've been at a few, like, gaming things here and there, but, like, they've even gone, fr- like, quiet on their um, state-of-play front. Like, we haven't had yeah. a state-of-play in, like, what, since April? That is a good point. Like, it's that been five months. It's true. Like, where are you at? Like, the last thing they... Wait, it was... the Death Stranding stuff wasn't a part of state-of-play, was it? No. When they showed that... Okay, what the so. fuck, Sony? Sony, listen, you, you, you can't just be uh, asleep at the wheel. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Cruise control's not on. You're gonna go into a ditch. All right? <laughs> All right, fucking Microsoft's out there. They they came out with the good gears finally in like eighteen years. Oh yeah, people are talking like mad hype about that game. Yeah, I want to pick it up. Yeah, yeah. They say it's like a, this gigantic, amazing campaign, mm. and I'm just like, what? Yes. Yeah, you can never that. get me to play it, but I'm I'm happy for Gears fans. A bunch of Terminator in that game for no reason too. Right. Yeah, but I need to get the Ultimate Game Pass edition. Should well, I get Game Pass? Only if you're a real gamer. Uh, oh, <laughs> like real gamers gotta have a game pass real gamers have a game pass <laughs> well speaking of real gamers real gamers would be proud to hear this one final fantasy 7 the remake will have a classic mode that features turn-based combat that is very cool that actually just like broke like right before we fucking yep. sat down to record cool it's awesome for long-term fans but i'm actually super interested in just playing the combat that they put in the game initially. Yeah, dude, I want to mix it up in there. You're not going to get me to turn on cruise control no. for my boy Cloud. Right? I need to touch. I need to touch these enemies. I gotta I fucking to... shave them with my fucking sh- Cloud Buster. Oh, speaking of, this is a good segue. Uh, this episode of the Save Room is brought to you by Manscaped because it's on every fucking podcast I've listened to this week yeah. where we're talking about shaving our genitals and everybody has to keep a straight face because their money fucking spends. I'm not kidding you, dude. I think like Tim fucking, Gettys was talking about it. Yeah, inside gaming, mm. fucking kind of funny. I've, I've been literally every podcast you, I listen to is Manscaped. For the ad endorsement, do yeah. you man? Manscape? Do I manscape? Yeah. I do manscape. Awesome. Easier for the sucking. Awesome. Oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, no. I keep a little bit behind. I'm, I'm in there like Edward Scissorhands with the shrub work. You know, you might get a fucking flamingo down there one day. You might get a hippopotamus another day. Is that like an Alan Wake reference, the flamingo? No. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I, just, I was just going with random, I just love random shapes and animals. I love control. I do, too. Um, Daniel, Final I, Fantasy I like to keep the um, meat and potatoes nice and <laughs> <laughs> nice and shaved. Of course. You know what I'm saying? And it makes it look bigger, too. And it it does. Yeah. It does, mm-hmm. I, I, I would say. Hell, I like touching it when it's like that. Okay. So anyway, Final Fantasy VII is going to have this turn-based mode, and... <laughs> <laughs> How do we do the show with a straight face? And I got, I got some details here oh, for sick. you. 
So apparently Square Enix said that uh, fans will not have to worry about the action side of the combat system and can instead focus on selecting commands, mm-hmm. making it possible to play Final Fantasy VII Remake as if it were a classic menu-based RPG, end quote. That's cool. pretty neat, actually. Because yeah. you know people are probably crying for that still. People were crying before. They were like, oh, fuck, I hate the combat. They need to go back. Oh, do what Octopath Traveler did. It's I'm sorry, I get it, people love turn-based. Yeah. I don't. I'm not a huge fan of it anymore. I think there was a time and place where, like, I liked it because it's all I knew. Kingdom Hearts comes along with that action RPG flair, and then they slowly introduce it into Final Fantasy titles, and then when fucking 15 comes along and totally re-innovates, like, what turn-based combat is for that series, I'm like, this is what I want. 15? Like, 15, Final Fantasy 15. There's no turn-based combat in that game. The action-based combat. You're the action-based combat. Oh, How do you feel about that? <laughs> oh my god, I'm in it. ATB over here, huh? <laughs> I know. And that's, that's what's happening here, man. It's pretty sick. Okay. I'm very hyped for it. I want to touch this game. I want to play it so bad. I... If you're going to touch yourself, make sure you're using one of Manscaped's razors. <laughs> <laughs> I got a razor in one hand and my fucking Cloud Buster in the other. I mean, you can play it one hand if it's turn-based, right? It's, um, it's true. Yeah. Thanks, Square. <laughs> I'm so stoked. This is probably the most stoked I've been for a game in what feels like ever. Oh, it looks so good. They released like, another trailer for the game. Oh my God. It looks phenomenal through and through. Um, I'm still surprised that it's all going to be in Midgar. Mm-hmm. It, yeah, I'm still a little weary about that. Yeah, and I especially don't like the idea. Like, Jason Trier made a joke about the, like, hey, these games might release all the way up until, like, 2050. And it's mm-hmm. like, God damn, it's, it's no. kind of ridiculous. No, that can't, no, don't, no. And then mm-hmm. it's like, maybe. <laughs> I mean, they're putting a lot of effort and care into it and making it a fucking full-ass experience, but like, I still feel like you could have gotten that full experience without adding all the Midgar fluff, you know? Mm, right, right. Because the game was meaty as it was. Kind of kind of my argument, yeah. where it's like, you like <sighs> splitting it into two parts is the only mm-hmm. thing that I feel like is acceptable. Then they, mm-hmm. they won't tell us how many parts it's going to be. But if it's any more than two, nah. You yeah, got, it's, nah. I feel like it's going to be at least three parts. No, do you, and like, no. how do you market a game? Like, how do you advertise a game like that to people who don't know like what they're doing with it, with their marketing scheme or release schedule with it? Yeah, exactly. Because like, it doesn't say part one on the box. No, I mean, eventually, yeah. I imagine they're going to update to maybe say that. What if there's like a bunch of people that get like pissed off? It's like I beat this game, and it's like it doesn't end. What the mm-hmm. fuck? And it's like, yo, they warned you for. For years that they were never going to finish That's this. like the worst sort of cliffhanger. Yeah. Because it's not even like intentional as like a sequel is. But I'm sure they're going to redesign like the narrative bits a little bit to make it kind of be like, okay, this is a cliffhanger ending. Making Meteor. Oh, man. Making Meteor. I'm so excited. It looks so good. You got to wait until March, man. I just got to stay alive until March. Just stay alive in the March. Hmm. They did the, the what is it, Don Giro scene in oh, the TGS yeah, trailer. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Also, the voice acting's kind of... Kind of whatever. Yeah, it's okay. Like, Aerith sounds very, uh... How do I look, Cloud? Yeah. <laughs> like, it's kind of, like, not how yeah. you'd expect her to sound. We'll see how yeah. that plays out, but I'm not I'm not thrilled so mm. far. But, Daniel, we gotta move on. We got that big gamer news for ya. You hear that rumble? Oh. The gamers are coming. Oh, I'm a-shaking. It's like that scene from Lion King, and it's just gamers. Wait, where, the... where we betray Mufasa? Yeah. The gamers did that? <laughs> the gamers ran over Mufasa because they oh. want the news so bad. They're like, you didn't beat Lion King on the Genesis? You're casual. And throw him off. Yeah, right. fucking <laughs> <laughs> I've got four items on here for you, my friend. Okay. Let's get into number one here. It's a Capcom joint, and I love a Capcom joint. Let me tell this, you This what. one's going to be alternately titled, Daniel was right. God damn it. Because I'm never right. 
It's true. You were totally right about this one, <laughs> and I hate it. Yeah. Number one, Project Resistance is a 4v1 multiplayer game set in the Resident Evil universe. You called it. You said it was. I hate you that I'm right. Be one. I'm like, but it just <laughs> felt like something they were going to do. I know. I didn't want to believe it, but it's like they can't ignore games like Dead by Daylight mm-hmm. and shit and just be like, hey, we should be doing that. Well, they were probably like in the process of developing it when that shit was first like blowing up. Right. Is the thing. But, like, the, the first, like, cinematic teaser that they put out, like, the two-minute one, it got me a little hype for it. But then they released another one that I was like, ah. I have some feelings about yeah. it, but we got to get to the, the news yeah. bit first, okay? So, feast. Capcom has <laughs> Capcom has detailed the next entry into the Resident Evil series, and it's not a sequel to RE7, nor is it the highly requested remake of Resident Evil 3. Project Resistance is actually an asymmetric online game where four players work together to survive an umbrella facility littered with zombies, B.O.W.s, and worse, PewDiePie. Now, one other... <laughs> <laughs> One other player takes on the role of the mastermind, Mm. who tracks the action through security cameras and is tasked with murderizing the survivors. This is a quote from the press release I got from my Capcom press email. I love that you still get this. (laughs) I've had those since my blog, Mm. the Redder blog, back in, like, what, 2010 that I made that shit? Yeah, Yeah, it was probably 2010, 2011. Just about. So, quote, The mastermind plots a deadly course by wielding a strategic deck of cards to create dangerous obstacles for the survivors, such as summoning vicious creatures, setting traps, manipulating the environment, and weaponizing security crafts cameras end quote the mastermind can even directly control zombies and everyone's favorite tyrant mr hex Hmm, he's back to combat this each survivor is equipped with special skills like healing and the ability to disrupt camera feeds now capcom is developing the game in partnership with neobards entertainment the studio that's helped on capcom ports and remasters in the past including on amusia by the way and is holding a closed beta for playstation 4 and xbox one from october 4th through october 7th the exact fucking days i'll be in new york oh for yep. comic-con yeah yep that Damn, shit dude. sucks <laughs> that feels bad Ooh. didn't you sign up for it too? i did uh, i did okay. now i mentioned how you can sign up but by the time this episode releases entries are closed they're mm-hmm. closing on the 18th you either have to be an re ambassador or a part of the uh some sort of xbox program yeah. you know i don't pay attention to that kind of thing <laughs> now but not all fans are happy with the direction of project resistance Producer Matt Walker defended the game on his Twitter, stating, quote, It's totally valid that people want more of that quality core experience offered in RE2 and RE7. My take? We as a company need to continue to branch out and try to offer up new gameplay in addition to refining the experiences people expect from us. If we just continue to offer up the same thing over and over again, people will gradually lose interest with what we're making. Project Resistance offers up a really interesting way to do that. End quote. Hmm. <sighs> I agree with that, Where am that I at? mentality that they should try and do something new. Where am I at? And they've done little I? new things here and there, you know, turning uh, fixed perspectives, less tank controls. Mm-hmm. Doing the first person of seven was really cool. What they did with Remake was really inventive. So they're doing new stuff in those spaces. Yeah, I would say they're, they're revisiting and rehashing and rebooting and kind of... Um, pushing the core series in interesting ways mm-hmm. but capcom has always had an eye for doing an online mm-hmm. game and one of their most successful games in the series of all time re5 mm-hmm. 
the multiplayer element was a big part of that. Like, I, I can't even say that, like, oh, yeah, online is unfamiliar to Resident Evil. Mm-hmm. Nah, hell no. Five had it. Six had it. There's the Mercenaries. There's mm-hmm. fucking, um, they did Operation Raccoon City back in the day. Umbrella Corps. Yeah. They've tried, fuck, Resident Evil Outbreak. They mm-hmm. have been trying since PS2 to put these games online, right? Because mm-hmm. there's money to be had there. There's interest to keep there, right? And I think they've been trying to get that formula right. I'm hoping they're closer here because maybe they saw the opportunity in that we have RE Engine, which mm-hmm. is very versatile, yeah. very awesome. And we have the mold already set up from RE2 of mm-hmm. how like we want to go forward with a more action-y style, but while still retaining the horror. I think it's actually a good time to strike, yeah. right? Like I was super dubious about this game, but now that I've seen like some a little bit of gameplay and have them explain it, and hands-on impressions have been nothing but positive. Oh, really? I'm like, you know what? All right. You do you. This is probably a stopgap anyway, because the next Resident Evil game that they want to do is most likely going to be next gen. Yeah. So, do you want this game, my friend? As much as I talk about games being asymmetrical, like, I don't play them as often as I you find me talking about them. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like uh, Left 4 Dead was, like, one that I played, and then outside of that, like, nothing really. Yeah, no, no Friday uh, the 13th. No, no like, Dead I have Light, those Daylight. games on my hard drive but i've never played it no evolve i think it's cool to have a game like this in a space that feels familiar in a franchise that we both love with care well not necessarily characters because like it's a fresh cast of characters yeah, yeah. and i imagine it takes place in like the resident evil 2 resident evil 3 like maybe in between era it very much seems like that because yeah. the monsters are definitely mm-hmm. pulled from re2 yeah. including mr x so i think it's right around there but i just like that too like the familiarity of like the monsters like seeing hunters seeing zombies seeing right. mr x like even getting to control him and even if it's in weird like trap card kind of ways like they're yeah. kind of demoing like it just seems kind of cool to have those familiar elements from a series that we really like and set it in raccoon city like fuck yeah dude like i don't know i I think i'm far more interested as playing as the survivors than i am the mastermind Mm -hmm. because the mastermind it feels like one of those like god game sort of situations yeah where you're like setting traps and rigging things and and that shit's never really interested me you know like i I don't know why i've never never wanted to be this uh omnipotent power attacking people or doing bullshit. It looks like fucking, like, yeah. just watching somebody drop, like, um, game board pieces on a game board. It's like, I'm gonna drop two zombies in this room and a liquor here. Yeah, and... there's, like, a card game system involved mm-hmm. with it. I guess, like, the card games determine whether or not you get, like, special B.O.W.s okay. like Mr. X and whatnot. Maybe that's interesting. I don't know. I have mm-hmm. to get my hands on it, but honestly, I remember the, the biggest thought that I had with RE2, even though I love the game as is, mm-hmm. I kept on thinking it would be really cool if there was some sort of co-op element to yeah. it. And the idea, so the big notion here is that you're trying to solve puzzles and fight monsters to get out. That is so intrinsically RE, yeah. man. And to have it, you know, doing it with friends yeah. and rely on them to like give you healing and whatnot. Yeah, that, that could be dope. Mm-hmm. It could be a lot of fun. I see. I foresee us playing this shit and like actually getting pretty hot into it, right? If, if, if it feels good to play. It also depends on like how much variety there is with it. Like, mm, yeah. Like, how many levels levels are there going to be? Like, because what? Like, Friday the 13th and Dead by Daylight, it was, like, it wasn't very vast in terms of levels. It was just, like... Although they are huge. Yeah, like, the situations that happen are very um, individual between each one, because you're playing with a different set of people, and, like, you're all strategizing differently, and, like, you know, you're playing against that that wild card person who's the monster or the killer or whatever, and, like, you don't know what they're going to do. So... Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm stoked to kind of see how it all plays out. And uh, does it play as a, a third person or a first person? Third shooter? person. It, it third. is basically, from the footage, it looked like uh, RE2. Okay. But with 
all sorts of menu mm-hmm. UI splashed all over okay. the fucking place because you're paying attention to the timer and this and that. Oh, and it is important to note, too, that uh, each of the four characters have different, like, classes about them, yeah. too, which is interesting. Like, you got a support class, and you got a damage, and kind of a tank, and mm-hmm. special ops. And yeah, like, and they have different abilities, too. Yeah. Like, they're taking out cameras, and there's, like... Yeah, one, there's a hacker. There's one dedicated healer mm-hmm. in, the, in the game, too. Yeah, I, I think it's cool. I, I want to get my hands on it before I get too much more into it. Because honestly, I, I have that same inclination, right? Like, mm. I would prefer to see a core game being made. Of course. You know? Or if we're doing a spinoff, something that's closer to what the core is doing, which is like, you know, a tighter, horror-focused, mm-hmm. single-player experience. But this could be interesting. I'm okay with it because, like, they spoiled us with RE7. That had a dearth oh, of content. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that, the New Game Plus modes were awesome. Uh, I really love the DLC it's for that. Game. And then, like, RE2 was, like groundbreaking you know everything they did with that game was perfect and you then, talked about re7 originally because you said re2 at first and then you talked about new game plus mode and then you I, yeah about, i must have been talking yeah, about yeah, re7 yeah, because yeah, yeah. i was like re2 they didn't give us anything no so re7 was great in terms of like the season pass and all that stuff and people can argue that like some of the it's episodes weren't as good as the other yeah, it was a season pass it was a season pa- oh because i got the special edition i don't know if i had it oh yeah you had it all rolled in there and yeah. then re2 with the free support with like the survivor missions and then like the yeah, no way out mode was pretty cool and I don't know, like, I really, they've been spoiling us, and they've been delivering really cool experiences for those core titles, and let them have a little fun here, you know? Yeah, I mean... They get that fucking RE money, let them experiment while they still can. And I think, like, when when a console's on its way out, like, that's kind of, like, the perfect time to do it, you know? I, I think, you know, if the choice came between we get something like this, a project like this, versus just having to get nothing and wait for, like, RE3 remake or mm-hmm. RE8... I prefer to have something in the interim, right? So, yeah. like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm down. You're gonna get me there. Mm-hmm. You're gonna get me there. I'm sure they have a team with dev kits, and they're already working hard with the PS5 architecture. And I feel like we're gonna oh, get yeah. RE3 or RE8 even. Oh, sooner. they're all up in yeah, that shit. They're I know. Get, they're getting three fingers up there, and yeah. they're feeling things they have not before. Ray tracing. They're fucking tracing oh, that data goodness. with their hands. Oh, it's traced. I bet. Oh man, mm. imagine Nemesis and fucking PS5. Oh goodness. This is going to be a weird question. Maybe I don't know. Maybe yeah, I should maybe, know because I've played a bunch of RE2. But um, why is there another Mr. X? Is it the same Mr. X or is he a clone? Is it Wait. part of a tyrant clone program? I, there's a bunch of fucking tyrants that show up all over the okay. franchise. And But there's only know, one Mr. X. There's only one Mr. X, yeah. technically. But like, it's not impossible for them to be like, he had a brother, Mr. Z. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go okay number two on here daniel remedy has detailed their dlc plans for control 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 is awesome but remedy entertainment will not be satisfied until the game is fucking awesome (laughs) the developer has detailed their dlc plans for the supernatural shooter that extend all the way to mid 2020 Mm. Starting in fall 2019, the game will receive a much-needed photo mode. Thank you. God, That's one of the damn, things that I really bothered such a beautiful me. Beautiful game. Yeah, I know. Like, it deserved a photo mode for some of the like rooms and scenarios. Like I was taking pictures all the time. I know, but it, it, it sucks to have shit. the UI all yeah. over it. And it sucked. It's always like in certain angles. No, no, no. This is gonna be awesome. Mm. I, I would definitely restart the game just to get that photo mode going on. Um, soon after, in December, a new game mode called Expeditions will release, which will have director Jesse Faden assisting the FBC's 
security chief explore mm. the mysterious formation. Both the photo mode and expeditions will be free to all players. Okay. The main event, however, will be available through the $25 season pass. Two DLC expansions are slated for next year, the first being The Foundation, where Jesse must discover what lies beneath the oldest house. Spoiler, nothing good. Uh, then, in mid-2020, is AWE. In the game's lore, AWE stands for Altered World Event, or the hellacious things that occur when other worlds bleed into ours. But, AWE could also stand for Alan Wake Experience, mm. as the DLC's art teased by director Sam Lake distinctly shows Alan Wake standing before a Washington forest. We live there. We do. The press release for AWE says it'll, quote, take Jesse into a new area of the oldest house, the investigation sector, where the Bureau closely examines altered world events hmm. end quote i am so fucking stoked for that i am too i did they initially announce that they were going to do like a dlc plan or season i pass? think they mentioned that they're going to do dlc okay. but they didn't detail what the dlc kind of would be mm -hmm. um this is cool because Okay, so we live in an, in an age where I could give a fuck about a company's DLC plans anymore because mm. it's always like piecemealed bullshit. Yeah. Here's a bunch of skins. Here's some guns. You can be gold mm. or not gold. And we've kind of strayed away from the fucking solid expansion releases, mm -hmm. you know? Like We get it with like... With RPGs, I feel like like The Witcher or like Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Right, like here's dearths of content like in, you know, seasonal patches. Right. And it's like it almost all this incremental shit kind of takes away from like the actual importance of like here's what an expansion yeah. is, guys. Here is story DLC. Mm -hmm. And fucking Remedy is like, no, 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 no. We got some shit for you, okay? We're going to show you new parts of this place mm -hmm. you have not seen before. I think it's rife for that. Cause, like, I think so too. Like because for as much – well. Control's a pretty short experience. I would yeah. say for as much time as you spend, like, you know, traversing the old house, there's still so much there that you don't know about, and you're yeah. left with more questions than answers. Yeah, so, just like, keep on going. Yeah. And they already strongly... <laughs> the, fuck, the, the Easter egg is Alan Wake shows up in the game yeah. as, like, some sort of astral being or what have you. Mm -hmm. It only makes sense. Apparently, Remedy got back the rights to Alan Wake from Microsoft awesome. uh, about a year ago, fuck so they can yes. do whatever they want with character, which is fun, because I guess Microsoft's like, oh, we don't see this. Yeah. Is, this isn't going to make us money. Yo, you dumb idiots. Remaster it or port it to the PS4? Yo, dude. Because I've never played those games. They're fucking amazing. They have a cult following, mm. and for good reason. I love the fact that his story is going to continue through this. Mm. Uh, I can't imagine what that would be, but I like that um, they've organically created the shared universe, yeah. right? It's very natural the way they did right, it, too. Right, like Alan Wake, Control, and Quantum, uh, Break. Quantum Break are yeah. all kind of together. In Control does this great job of explaining the rest of the universe mm -hmm. in ways that we didn't know because it all just seemed like happenstance or yeah. creepy kind of stuff. They did a better job at it than like Shyamalan did with like fucking glass with, and yeah, split. Yeah, and definitely. Like, no, it, it, it feels very, very congealed together. Yeah. So I'm like, that's going to be awesome. I just hate that I have to wait so long to get back to yeah. uh, that. But Control is like, honestly, one of my favorite games this year. I know you had problems with the ending and whatnot, but like... Honestly, one of my favorite games. Mid twenty twenty, damn. Yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. I mean, gotta wait. I I'm stoked for it. I do think, and I mean, I haven't played the other games that uh, Remedy has put out, but it, from where I stand and what I've gotten to to experience with Control where so do you far, stand. I feel like it might be Remedy's best game. I think it is. Like in terms of just like controls or like ideas or gameplay foundation. Like, I think it legit is. And I think Alan Wake was the one that I would say is their best game before that. Yeah. But this one just fucking 
oh, it maximizes mm. it for you know. I, and it's getting nothing but like universal acclaim. It's Save so for, like, smart. It's so good. Gripes here and there. Yeah. I want to play more. I'm not even done with it. Like I, I did yeah. beat the the main game, but I still have like some post game shit, which is pretty fun to spill over and, and clean up because I'm I'm working for the platinum. But there's a bunch of hidden bosses and stuff too that like I'm kind of like stoked to kind of go I and find. I already got that platy, baby. You did. I did you it did. like in three days. It's fucking great. Do we want to talk about it here? We want to talk about control. We want to right talk here? about control right yeah. here. Here's your impressions of control. Oh, okay. Let's fuck it. First I mean, of all, we got a video, guys, uh, yeah. on YouTube. I know we already talked about that, but I, I made a whole video about my. It's pretty good. Go it. check it out. Eight minutes of just it's awesome and, and cool gameplay stuff. And, and we talked about it at length on our boys. live episode, like I said before. Control's a phenomenon. Control's one of those games where it's like Control's it, great. It is one of the most original games I've played in what feels like forever. Yeah. Like even Sekiro. Sekiro might be like my favorite game of the year, but this one just knocks it out of the way in terms of like originality and me just being like, whoa, this is cool. Or right. like there's, like you said in the video, like, what the fuck? What the fuck? Like Yeah, like there's <laughs> shit in there that I have not seen a video game do. Mm-hmm. Right? Like it might be stuff that I've read in like House of Leaves yeah. or or seen on fucking Castle Rock or what have you. Like, no, this game does these things mm-hmm. and it's like, oh thank you. Finally, something that celebrates like the weird and mm-hmm. and gives you something headier. It's such a fucking fascinating game. Um, I mean, I think it does it in very cool doses in the way that like the narrative unspools. Yeah. And it's just like it just piques your curiosity more and more. And then when it opens up in terms of like bureau alerts or like side quests, you're like, yeah. oh, there's even more happening and you branch off into other parts of the house and like more mysteries and weird shit starts happening. Like you encounter different enemy types and you're like, this is really really well thought out. It is. It is. It's scripted so well. The lore is so amazing. There's so many little um, uh, collectibles where you, I just wanted to read mm-hmm. them all, and I did. My basically. problem. I love the collectibles, yep. and I I do wish a lot of the the heavier lore stuff was doled out in a narrative fashion here and there because I feel like the the VO work and the narrative stuff, like in terms of the main beats, weren't as like well fleshed out. You mm. get a lot of the shit through like video logs and audio shit. Yeah. And that's great, but I just, I wanted more of it, like, actually, like, in cutscenes or, like, dialogue, you know? I think that would have burdened the game a little bit, in my opinion. Like, I think it would have been a lot of just standing there and fucking, like, but, listening to people. No, meanwhile, here's what I'm doing with a lot of these Reading things. Them I'm in place. S- I'm standing there because uh, uh, this game foregoes 10 years of yeah. game dev thought. Like, Bioshock did it perfectly. You pick up a fucking audio recorder and you listen to it where you go. Yeah. For whatever reason, if I'm, if I pick up an audio file, I have to stand there in place with it. I I can't explore it all and a lot of them are really long yeah the thing the problem is like bioshock knew the shut the fuck up like elsewise yeah. other games don't do that where it's like you're literally triggering uh, triggering dialogue and all this shit whenever mm-hmm. you just enter a new room and it always like invalidates whatever you're listening to borderlands yeah. has that problem pretty bad okay as well too where it's just like dude just everyone shut up for like three seconds mm-hmm. like stop this you know so i i get the approach where it's just like you know what take take some time mm-hmm. go listen to this by yourself or read this by yourself mm-hmm. like i i think remedy has a good way of like knowing when to show you and when to tell you and i mm-hmm. like that they opt to put a lot of more of the backstory kind of formative lore in that because mm-hmm. imagine like some of the stuff that they're telling you just having a character spouting it to you in a conversation mm-hmm. going like we went to this house in 1963 and i would have been like that's not as this mm-hmm. might be like, or having like audie the yeah. janitor tell you all like i don't want to hear you do it yeah he was kind of obnoxious to me. Well, there was there's some characters that are like main quest givers or characters within the bureau that you get to talk to, and they yeah. basically give you like dialogue trees with them. 
where like they have different conversation points where like oh we're gonna talk through this stuff or like you know what's going on with the hiss what's going on with the molded oh what's yeah. going on with the bureau and you kind of like learn stuff through them in a little more of a controlled setting and that's cool because it, it does flesh out the world a little bit I, I do think it's great i think it saves a lot of its like hand for like the middle to end mm. like a lot of stuff like you roll up on the fdc or fbc rather FBC. and there's a lot of intrigue because you're like why am i here why does she have this voice in her head whose voice is it um you go there the director fucking kills himself and you're like okay i'm the director now i have the service weapon that's fucking like a god weapon <laughs> and like that stuff's really cool but then like once you reunite spoilers with like you know her brother and like you get deeper into the house it's like it kind of paints in broader strokes like what happened in their hometown and all that stuff and it's it's yeah. fascinating yeah, I, I think it's a really interesting, well thought out mm-hmm. story. It I is... I like the gameplay a lot too. I think it's sharp. I think mm-hmm. it's I think it's interesting. I think um there's difficulty spikes that are fucking kind of unbalanced here and there. I think the game is a little I would say like super unbalanced. I would say like the the core gameplay is very good, mm-hmm. but what you're fighting is too difficult yeah. sometimes or just like stupidly unfair. Mm-hmm. Like the yeah. boss fights are stupidly unfair. They really are. Like, I mean, I was on the one it was uh the former it's the boss fight that you do when you fucking come across this possessed refrigerator. And I was doing it for 2 hours um not because I couldn't necessarily do it, but because like I would just get tripped up by little things or like I feel like the damage output from the boss is too high, or the ground would disappear from beneath me. And I'm like, what is going on? Yeah, it's too stacked up against you. Or, like, I talked about it before. I'm like, this game tries to be the division and how it handles waves of enemy or, like, higher tier enemies within those sets. Like, you know, introducing, like, an armored character who has a name who's obviously, like, a mini boss. And it's just like, they throw waves and waves at you. And, like, it tries to be a cover shooter initially, but it's like, the game's not equipped at being a cover shooter because, sure, it's a good shooter, but the division's way better at being a third person shooter. I think this game opens up and gets better as you get more abilities that yes. make you more adept at handling. That the is combat. the whole thing. Like, but like at first, don't it's play just it like, like a shooter, shooter. You know. But like, at times yeah. you have to. Like initially, yeah. you have to. And if you're not going off the beaten path to get the abilities, like say you don't get the fucking the levitate or the like the shield or the evade, like you're grounded with just the service weapon. Yeah, and like you got to deal. <laughs> that's yeah. really early on though i feel I like you get your abilities like super quick where that mitigates that problem entirely yeah maybe you're spending too much time in the beginning of the game no 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 not at all because i think I got, I got all the abilities like yep. pretty much where i was supposed to mm-hmm. i'm just saying like the gunfight sections i'm like this kind of you don't it, like them. there are situations where it sucked because it's like the enemies are legit throwing things at you and you're taking like more than half your health and i'm like okay i'm fucked up now and i your health doesn't regenerate over time. No, so you, like, you, you, have to, to... you literally have to get an ability that allows you to pick up uh, health drops from yeah. bound enemies, yeah. which like it made me consider, it was like, so there's no other way to heal in this game? Nope. Like, so I'm always expected to use that? Because it sprinkles the environment with these little mm-hmm. like health orbs, and I'm like, yeah, what if I want to play the game without seeing health mm-hmm. orbs? I don't know. That was a strange thing to yeah. me, too. But, like, but once you do get the abilities, you you are a god. You feel fucking awesome. Like, it, it, that's when the game feels the best. It is the best. And yeah. the whole game is the best. I'm sorry. I love this game. I, I do can't, too. I can't shit on this game like too hard. Like I know it's got it's got, it's got a whatever ending, but so does every Stephen King book. Mm. <laughs> they all have whatever fucking endings, that's, right? That's fair. I'll give you like, that. Like, and the thing is, it's not even supposed to end. Like, I know. They very much set it up where it's like this it has universe this, is going to continue yeah. to grow. So yeah, I get that it has a weekend. It has this open world approach where it's like you go through the last story beats, and then the game opens back up, and you're like, cool, I'm the director now officially. And let's get out there and like solve more mysteries and do more quests and like help these people. And it's I mean, like, I'll give it credit. Yeah, it has a closed circuited open. World. It does. Actually, I love this game because it's closed circuited. 
it is the coolest Metroidvania in a 3D space that I played in a while. Yeah. And it's the closest thing to me for like what feels like an homage to Dead Space. Right. In terms of navigating a slow or not a slow, a um closed corridor space that you get familiar with and gets weird and creepy and scary, like retraversing it in ways. Cause like yeah. it presents itself to you in different ways every time. But like, I don't know, like the callback to the Kinesis module from fucking Dead Space and being able to fucking use like Kinesis in this game, it like, it brings me back and I love it. I love that. Yeah, like, it's so good. The, the, the action elements of it are really cool. Definitely one of those games too, where I played with headphones almost the entire time. Because the sound design is so fucking the sound, I'll give it. Oh my God. The sound design is amazing. It sound, is. And the visuals are great. It like, reminded me a lot of Hellblade. Hellblade did some mm, really cool things with sound. Well, because you were talking about in the video, like the hiss um, are basically these characters that got affected by whatever AWE happened. Yeah. The, the crossover. And it's like a lot of former staff and you just hear them muttering and chanting the entire time. Yeah, but they're all saying words, actual words. I know, it's so creepy. It's fucking creepy. The game is creepy. It's good. I love this game. Mm -hmm. I can't. It is it is quickly ranked as like one of my favorites this year. Mm. Broke through that fucking top five. Let me tell you what. I I would say it's sitting in my my top five for sure. Yeah. For for everything Mm. it does well. And granted, like there was a major update that came out that kind of smoothed up a lot of like the frame rate drops and like the stuttering from like yeah it, it, it has some pretty severe performance problems yeah. on console especially which has been ruining it for a lot of people um yeah they fixed a little bit of it but it doesn't seem like it's doing a big no it really big didn't difference. it really didn't do anything yeah, at all, which kind of sucks happened. i wonder how that happened um I'm going to talk real quick about the end because the end kind of just like it really killed it for me a little bit. Yeah, I bet. Um, chapter nine is a amazing. lot of your like, like animosity toward this game is coming from this ending. I noticed. Yeah. Like you're talking about how like the, like you're leaning towards a direction where I'm just like, man, from what you're saying, it sounds like you do not like the combat. I, and I can't even say <laughs> that because I, I do love control. I've been raving about it nonstop yeah. and the combat is great. It is, it's very good and it's but something fucks you up real bad. I think it, it was chapter nine. You get to some of the coolest visual shit. It feels very like Kubrickian and mind bending. And like it shows itself in the, the form of the ashtray maze, mm-hmm. which is dope. It's very, very cool. Like the way you navigate that space and like with, you've. With that fucking uh, dream theater song, <laughs> oh basically, God. that's playing. With over. the phoned in lyrics about what's happening. <laughs> Take back control. <laughs> control me. <laughs> And that shit yeah. was all cool, but, like, it builds up in this culmination, and then you get to, like, this last stretch where it's like, okay, this is basically the last fight, the last area, and it's just, like, you have to disable satellites, and waves of enemies are coming at you, and it's just, like, it's unfair, because, like, they don't stop, and they it feels unbalanced, and they feel way too powerful for nothing, and it's just, like, I was stuck on that, I, I came home... Uh, Thursday night, I was like, I'm going to beat control. I'm going to do it in like two hours, whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I legit got stuck on the section for like an hour to two hours. Mm-hmm. And it killed the momentum of the ending. I was like, this sucks. This is lame. It, Chelsea even told me she rage quit because of it. Yeah, I got <laughs> to that part and had to repeat it like 15 times. Yeah. And, and I it feels like it never ends. I didn't feel <laughs> like it was the end of the game. Yeah. Like I legit did not think like, oh, I'm actually in the last mission of the game because it just doesn't set itself up like that it doesn't at all and yeah it that that one's kind of like a thud but Mm -hmm. like i remember i still had a bunch of quests left over after that point so it still it felt fine to me because i was like i'm still living in the oldest house and that's true doing what haves you is it 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 continues forth and maybe that's like the way that they intended you to play rather than like just rail off like every side quest before you get to that point yeah you know but like i yeah i I see that like it's not fun that that last part was not like i get the idea of like post-game content like days gone did that a bit with like the hordes and some like the end game missions and shit and like yeah that's cool but 
if you're building towards a climax, like make it feel climactic and actually yeah. give like a like a good resolution where it's like you roll into chapter ten and there's some cool stuff and then by the time you get to the very last mission, you're like, that was it. I literally was like, that was it. Yeah, <laughs> I've definitely had that moment with a few Halo games. By the yeah. way, I remember thinking, this is it, <laughs> really. But no, still probably one of the most standout game experiences. Not even of this I'm, year, but probably of the last decade. That's what I'm saying. So. It's one of the best. One of the best. Yeah. All right. That was control. Play everybody. control. Play control. Please play control. Don't worry about the bad ending. <laughs> no, because it's like you said. There's still so much to do, and there's so much that I game have that's like so perfect. I think I have like four boss fights left, so I'm like yeah. I'm excited to jump back into it. No, yeah, that game's so fucking good that I, I don't I, I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to tell you, buddy. I love it. Number three, sir. Sorry, weebs. Goku isn't coming to Smash Brothers. Good. <laughs> I don't fucking care about Dragon Ball Z. I know you don't, but a lot of people out there do, man. I wanna... They got their just saying shirts on, and they're always talking about Namek mm-hmm. and and Piccolo Day, saying and and fucking Piccolo's Gohan's real dad and Bulma. Can oh we talk my about God. how we went to like the shop uh, during PAX? You mean Irfan? The shop? It was. It was like a. I don't even know what the name of it was. Mm. It was like a boutique hip hop shop. Oh, and oh, they oh, had a display yeah, 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 yeah. case of Dragon Ball Z characters. Yeah, yeah. And it was all of them. And it was different colors of like the well, same guy. And I, I was like, most of them were Goku. And I was like, Kevin, let's play a game. And I was like, I'm gonna try to name them. Okay. Because I don't know shit about Dragon Ball. Z. You don't know anything about. And Dragon I Ball probably Z. named one of them right. Yeah. And Goku. then I was like, okay, who's that one? And you're like, that's also Goku, but he's in this form. And I was like, but is that also Goku with red hair and then blonde hair? And you're like, yeah, it's all Goku. And I'm like, why? All Goku. Why? <laughs> I don't know. People are allowed to change, Daniel. They're allowed to change, okay. okay? They can't all be Bob's Burgers characters that stay f- fucking forever the same, man. These guys have monkey tails, mm-hmm. and they grow, and they get big. <laughs> they get real big. <laughs> That's great. I'm so happy for them and their growth, but keep them out of Smash. One of them becomes a Super Saiyan God. Come on, man. Do you, do, what, are you, what, are you, what are you talking about? Now you're going to say that you don't want to see One Punch Man in Smash. That's fucked up. That's fucked up, well, We're dude. never going to get anime characters in yeah, Smash. You, you stand yeah. with Vic, I bet. Anyway, let's go. What does that go. mean? <laughs> Don't worry. What is that? Is that a Dragon Ball thing? No, yeah, it's definitely a Dragon Ball thing. Yeah, it's a season three. I'm gonna go Super Saiyan on you. Uh, you know what that means, though. What does that mean? I rip my shirt off and I turn yellow. It's like Super Sonic. It doesn't have to rip off his shirt because it just flies off. (laughs) It just fucking because it knows it shouldn't touch a god. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Last week, Mashiro. (laughs) Fuck you. Last week, Mashiro Sakurai spirit-bombed any hope of seeing non-video game characters making the Smash Brothers Ultimate roster, including everyone's favorite Super Saiyan. While accepting an award for the overstuffed fighter at Tokyo Game Show, Sakurai made the following translated comments, quote, I get all these kinds of requests from abroad like, Where's my beloved Iron Man? Uh, (laughs) Or, where's my beloved Goku? However, basically, Smash will only have content from video games in it. End quote. Awesome. I agree with that. Because like we've talked about before, Smash is a celebration of video gaming history. It's a celebration of video games. However, Daniel, the Venn diagram for anime nerds and Smash fans (laughs) is a circle jerk. (laughs) (laughs) Fervent fans have pointed out that Goku and golden-haired friends of his are in numerous video games. But Sakurai's attention is on developing the next slate of DLC characters and living up to the wishes of his late boss. Quote, I'm sorry for bringing up this personal story at a time like this, but making Smash Brothers on the Switch was the last mission the late Satoru Awada gave me. Damn. 
I've put my all into the game. And with more DLC, I will continue to work hard, end quote. That's why he's doing this? Goku will never show up in a, in any of our games. You weak bitches. <laughs> you weak bitches. <laughs> Sakurai isn't becoming a wraith to put your fucking weeb-ass characters in this game. I mean, I get it, man. Yeah. He's in a bunch of video games. Mm-hmm. He's a fa- But you know what this somebody reminds was, me somebody of? Somebody was saying that he's in more video games than, like, Link and somebody else combined, and I'm like, that's probably fake. No, that's true. Fake gamer news. No, that's absolutely true. How? Are there, there that many Dragon Ball games? That is correct. And then fucking, what are the other ones? They've been making Dragon Ball games since, like, 1989. Okay. And then is there, like, a fucking Bandai Namco fighter that he's probably in? Uh, he's in that fucking Jump Force game. Yeah. Oh, fucking Super Jump Force. Yeah, dude. He's in a crossover game as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So a lot of people have a good argument for Goku because they think he's he's an historic character, but he comes from an anime, man. Mm-hmm. He comes from an anime. That's cheating. Plus, he's getting his own game called Kakarot. That's coming out next year. You can float around. You get to go to the DMV in that game. I found out. There's an article about that. What are you looking up? I'm looking up how many video games that Goku has. Been so in. I tried looking that up earlier, and yeah. there's there they. I didn't get just like an easy number, no, but I got a Wikipedia like that shows that like there's literally like 25 years of video games featuring Dragon Ball. It is. It insane. never ends. It's holy insane. shit. There's so yeah. many across like PS2. There are more. I gotta close this wiki. It's breaking yeah. my brain. Yeah. Okay. There are more. So you know, I get it. It's their favorite character, <laughs> but you know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of those those YouTube like epic battle things where they would be like, oh, oh yeah, Batman versus Green Goblin yeah. and, and stuff like that. And they had like Goku versus Superman who mm. would win. And they're always like, well, Goku just gets more powerful every time you hurt him. And, mm. and Superman, but I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> Leave that shit to fanboy YouTubeism. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I wouldn't even say that Goku wouldn't fit the Smash roster, mm-hmm. but I do respect the fact that the lineage here is video games. It's going to be video games. Yeah. It's going to be the closest we're ever going to get to, like, outside of that is third-party video games. Yeah. Not just Nintendo games. Exactly. And that's it. Which I'm okay with. When they started breaking the mold a little bit with um, Brawl, and, like, they put fucking Sonic in it, and then Cloud, yeah. and all these characters, like, wow, this is actually groundbreaking for what was traditionally a very first-party uh, franchise. Yeah. And that was dope. And yeah. I, I mean, they're going to continue doing that. They obviously have been. We have Dragon Quest characters now in it. I mean, fucking. Who was the most recent announcement? Oh, uh, it was Terry Bogard. Terry Bogard. From the uh, SNK right. Fighter Games. Banjo Kazooie, which, I mean, originally started on, you know, Nintendo N64 platform. with Rare, but, you know, since went to Xbox. I mean, yeah, I, I get that. But it does beg the question, though. Mm-hmm. Imagine they did say yes to characters outside of video games. Who would you like to see? Sakurai would never sleep. Imagine that he finally succumbed Mm -hmm. to his sleep deprivation, okay? Mm -hmm. And he green-lighted something. Like, somebody passed it on his desk, and he was like, yeah, sure, let's code him in. And he's part of DLC Pack 42 Okay, in the year 2023. Which character would you love to see? Spider-Man. Spider-Man? I think it needs to be a character that's Ooh. very synonymous and, like, very well-known across, like, multiple medias across different countries. Okay. Uh, I think Spider-Man is more ubiquitous than Iron Man. That's true. Like, I, He's yeah. more ubiquitous than Goku. <laughs> so, like, I, you need to have a character that's very world-renowned and marketable in that fashion. Gotcha. Yeah. World-renowned, marketable. Mm. Put the whole put the Harlem Globetrotters in there, you know, all fucking twelve of them. How many? <laughs> just of them put are? fucking Scooby Doo in there. 
Put put Ultra <laughs> Instinct Shaggy. Like put Ultra, Ultra Instinct, Instinct Shaggy. Fuck Goku. Make the Smash Bros. I want Garfield. <laughs> <laughs> he hates Mondays, dude. <laughs> and like with the live feature of like nintendo online like maybe on mondays maybe garfield's more powerful garfield is more powerful his final smash does have like twice the damage he just fucking bakes you into a lasagna (laughs) and then fucking john comes out as a spirit and eats you (laughs) (laughs) i would love all of that yeah i don't know who who, i mean who would you want dwight from the office you don't even like the office now you always say that you don't I don't like The Office, not just because I'm not a millennial fucking asshole on Tinder, just right. quote, <laughs> mistaking flirting for office quotes. <laughs> but that's all it is. Like, thing. that's not, no, I, I don't. I flirt in office quotes. Yeah, that's yeah. not right. That's not right, Daniel. Okay. I, okay, I can agree with you. Liking The Office is not a personality trait. Okay, it's not a personality um, trait. <laughs> sidebar there, we talked about this on the live episode. Um, I'm excited to see more uh, support and content for Super Smash. Sure. I think it's awesome that they're doing like a second round of DLC. And I really do love that he's kind of carrying on the game and the vision of Awada. Like, that's really cool. Yeah. And, like, I wondered why he was doing it. Yeah. Like, why was he pushing was, himself to the brink of was, insanity? Yeah, he, he could have dipped out by now. I'm like, all right, guys, we I, I made it. Yeah. I'm done. No. No, 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 no. It makes sense. Yeah, I don't have a real character. Who, who would I want from outside of video games to be in a Smash game? What the fuck? Mm-hmm. Nobody. Nobody. Spawn have spawn show up but like we have those markets with other franchises like mortal Kombat does that shit yeah that's that's true that's a good example and i like that they do it yeah and it's fine and if they're willing to do it they can do it yeah maybe it fits but smash brothers my friend i mean we're opening up pandora's box yeah pandora's box all right Mm -hmm. vin diesel from fast and furious shows up in smash yo he killed a guy with a car he killed a guy with a car that's his final smash he just drives a car <laughs> he drives a fucking ch- dodge challenger across the level <laughs> right into your runs chest everybody over <laughs> and fucking paul walker comes out of nowhere oh i love it or like he's actually a spirit um oh. or you know how like nin- uh, nintendogs used to be yeah. like a fucking item maybe the word family just comes across the screen and like blocks your field of play <laughs> <laughs> i don't got enemies i got family <laughs> Ah, number four on here, friend. Mm. This is going to be fun. Whatever. PewDiePie decided to cancel a $50,000 donation to an anti-hate charity because that's a good look. (laughs) Because that's a smart move. You're trying to convince people you're not alt-right or a fascist or whatever. You're not doing a good job at it. Yeah, that's exactly (laughs) the point here. Uh, Felix Kjellberg. Kjellberg? Kjellberg? Sure. Uh, arguably YouTube's most widely recognized personality under the name PewDiePie originally pledged $50,000 to the Anti-Defamation League, a nonprofit who works to, quote, stop the defamation of the Jewish people and to secure justice and fair treatment for all, end quote. Uh, Kjellberg stated on his YouTube channel that he was donating the money to, quote, put an end to these alt-right claims, end quote, made against him. He has since retracted his donation, however, explaining in his video, quote, I made the mistake of picking a charity that I was advised instead of picking a charity that I'm personally passionate Who about. Who advised you about that? I don't know. Does he have a manager? Which is 100% my fault, end quote. Before doing so, fans took to social media to question why the YouTuber was donating to the ADL, with some suggesting that he must have been coerced into doing so. When Kjellberg first announced he was making the donation, he said on his own Twitter, quote, Making a donation to the ADL doesn't make sense to everyone, especially since, since they've outright spoken against me. I think it's important. This just isn't my fight, 
anymore, end quote. Apparently, it's not his fight at all anymore, as he plans to, <laughs> as he plans to donate a different uh, to a different charity of his choosing. PewDiePie has rightfully earned his detractors, having used racist slurs in the past, including the N word, while live streaming PUBG. In 2017, Disney cut ties with him after he used the Fiverr app to pay two men to hold up a sign that said "Death to All Jews." We haven't forgotten. Nope. Earlier this year, the subscribe to PewDiePie meme was referenced by the tr- the Christchurch mosque shooter who killed 50 people while live streaming the terrorist act. PewDiePie went on to denounce the shooting, saying, quote, I didn't want hate to win and called for the subscribe to PewDiePie movement to end. You don't want hate to win. Uh, withdrawing your support of an anti-defamation uh, organization probably isn't the best way to, you know. It seems a little counterintuitive. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. It sounds it sounds a lot like um, you're caving in to your fucking alt right fans because yeah. you don't want to alienate them because no. they're the one that made you uh, cross that hundred subscriber. Yeah, line. he legit just crossed a hundred thousand yeah. million subscribers. Which cool. is that the most subscribers anybody has on YouTube? Second, second most. Yeah, who's the first? There, it's some. Um, I don't know. Some Kardashian, probably. It's a Kardashian. Yeah. <laughs> Adam. I imagine initially the reason why he did it in the first place was probably like, oh, 2017 wasn't a good year for our look, PewDiePie. Pewds, we got to get out there and let people know we don't hate Jews. We don't want them all to die. And he was like, yeah, maybe just, uh, you know, pick an organization. Pick one out of a hat. I, hmm, (laughs) well, I don't think the man himself, and this is just taking a wild guess, I don't think he's an anti-Semite. I still think he thinks it's funny to be one. Yeah. And that's the whole problem, because he's one of those button pushers, and that's been his whole brand, right? To push the buttons and not, like, fit into neat little corners for people, and Mm. da-da-da-da. And the thing is, he's being used as a springboard for... You have fucking shooters referencing you. Shooters. There's something about your content, or the way that you present yourself, Mr. Kielberg, that apparently draws in people that really 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 are into hate Mm -hmm. what 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 could that be and like i don't know what it is in terms of his like video game content because like i don't imagine like it's plastered throughout that maybe like some of the shit he said like across twitch and definitely some of the stuff he's done like in weird pockets like with the fiverr thing Mm -hmm. like that seemed like you were going off in a different direction but like at that point when you have a platinum of so many people anything you could do could be weaponized as a vehicle of hate Especially when you have these sort of people supporting you. Yeah. It's, it's, it's the thing, man. It's moths to a flame. Yeah. And the, the flame is acting like, I have no idea why they would be drawn to me or my content. Mm. Um, You're perpetuating it. Yeah. Maybe the fact that you have no problem with it. Maybe the fact that you've proven in the past that you think it's fucking funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think he's a racist, but I do think he's a fucking, just a fucking asshole. <laughs> Where's he from? Sweden? Sweden. Maybe things are different in Sweden. They are. Yeah. Yeah. There's, it's they, I touch mean, and go. I don't know if there's like an anti-Jewish sentiment out there. I, um, I, don't, I couldn't specifically yeah, it's, tell It's you. hard to know at this point, like, <clears throat> how certain parts of Europe view uh, the Jewish people. Like, I really don't know. Certain part of, parts of Europe are tough and seem a little um, behind the times mm-hmm. when it comes to uh, LGBT and even other races. But yeah. Sweden seems kind of forward-thinking, you know, with all their strides and like, you know, universal healthcare and prison reform and all the stuff they're doing, like, you know. Yeah, you would think. Huh? <laughs> you would definitely think. Um, I'm never surprised when hate 
shows up in pockets around the yeah, world. Yeah, true. You know, we shouldn't be surprised in our own country that it's happening. Uh, it's been happening. It's I mean, been I'm not boiling. surprised yeah, that it's I'm happening like, in our country. Yeah, exactly, but... we're not surprised. Yeah. So, but it 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 sucks. I I, I hope that this guy goes forward and is a lot more mindful mm-hmm. of the strides that he's making because this is just fucking like a, a poor headline no matter how you slice yeah. it and i don't entirely love talking about goddamn influencers and the bullshit yeah uh, that they fuck up on but it's still one of those things to be noted because it's like dude well he's like one of the most influential yeah. people in Hard not gaming and like he was He's the reason we know about Twitch, probably, you know, and, and gaming in that that sort of sphere that it is now. Like everybody twitches now. Like, he's more of a YouTuber, though. He's more of a YouTuber. Yeah, for okay. sure. Well, yeah, yeah, because he did a lot of let's plays like yeah. back in the day. Yeah, yeah. So he proliferated a part of like gaming that like people are like all about now. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's a drag, uh, and apparently has a pretty young audience too. Yeah. That uh, watch them, and that that's kind of the scary part too, where it's like, oh yeah, that's the content that you're responding to, and you may mm-hmm. not even understand or or think because that that's like uh, a for a formative thing for you watching mm-hmm. and thinking like, yeah, yeah, that's funny, yeah, death to all Jews, oh that's hilarious stuff. It's just PewDiePie pushing buttons. Yeah, yeah, don't push those buttons, you fucking imbecile. Like it's it's just as simple. And people want to come to his defense, and I'm like, how? I I'm looking at the evidence. Are you willing to just ignore that and think it's a funny haha? You know, I'm going to I'm going to walk back on something you said where it's like you don't think he believes these things, you think he's just doing it to get aroused. But yeah. it's like if you're doing it at the rate you've been doing it, you probably believe these things on a level. You probably hmm. are a little anti-semitic. Maybe? Yeah, like you have to be. Like there We have nothing to tell us otherwise. Exactly. Based on like, his we actions. have your actions yeah. that are telling us this is yeah. these are fucking signal flares for probably what your belief system is. Yeah. Um I mean, yeah, there, there's something that's been going around lately. It's like, oh, if you tell, like, uh, homophobic jokes or racist jokes and, like, you know, tell these things, it's like, you wrote them into your routines as a comedian or whatever, whatever, and it's like... Oh, you mean yeah. the SNL guy, right? Yeah, like, they're, they're jokes, but, like, you wrote them, so you believe them. And you're using your platform as a platform for hate at that point, because these are probably your beliefs. Like, they're not jokes at that point, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think that's... That's a fair sentiment. I mean, if you're willing to engage in it, mm-hmm. there's a little bit about you that seems to like it, or so, else you wouldn't do it. I don't know. And at what point do we stop giving him a pass for it, you know? Like... I don't know. I don't know, because, like, the other side of that is there are people that follow him mm-hmm. that are definitely anti-Semites or definitely mm-hmm. racist. Yeah. You know? So it's like, oh, it's not them just giving a pass to enjoy the rest of their content. No, that's why they're there. Yeah. <laughs> so how do you address that? How do you become cognizant of that? I, fuck, I, I thought if I was like that guy, Felix Kjellberg, I would have fucking just quit. I would have been like, you know what? <laughs> After the mosque thing, I would have been like, nah. Yeah. Nah, this is, this is too much. Like, I would have just gone into hiding. I would have taken all my fucking millions of dollars from YouTube and just been like, I'm going to live the rest of my life this way. That's it. Yeah, at that and, point, like, I don't need to Yeah, do that, it. that would have been such a massive embarrassment. I'm just like, are you kidding me, dude? Mm-hmm. Are you kidding me? They name-dropped you before they killed 50 yeah. people. There is no other person in this universe that has had that happen to them, PewDiePie. <laughs> Can you imagine that? Nobody else was like, oh, yeah, fuck, fuck yeah, Donald Trump before shooting. No. Well, yeah, they were, I actually. Mean, yeah. No, that's happened. Yeah. That's happened. But, I mean, no other influencer, PewDiePie, yeah. <laughs> has ever happened. <laughs> Somebody who fucking got their career from doing Let's Plays and video games and screaming when you're playing a yeah, I would fucking say, like, horror game like Amnesia. No, on no, no, that no. level, nobody. Nobody else yeah. has ever been in these crosshairs like this before. Yeah. You have to fucking wonder why, my friend. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> you really do. And if you don't, 
like I read that full quote of his when he was like, "Hey, I don't, I, I didn't want hate to win." He was saying, "I didn't want to make a comment about the Moss shootings like right away because I didn't feel like it had anything to do with me." You were name dropping <sighs> basically what was a manifesto, you were like kind of name yeah. drop there, huh? Yeah. There's there's kind of a thing there, huh? You may not share their mindset, but for some reason, the mindset that's shared by people that commit these atrocities is that they like you. Uh, yeah, I think you owe it to. Your what fan you, base, or you, you owe it to people to just address it, you know? Yeah, dog. Be responsible with your platform. If you have that many fucking followers, like, don't be an asshole. Dude, I don't think I don't think he's capable of being responsible with his following and all that. At like, this point, I think it's too far gone. Yeah, his mind right. is just fucking molded or yeah. fucking melted from the fact that he has so many people and he's such a widely recognized person, you know? Mm. It's like, I, I don't know what this guy thinks, but it's like, he always has a new statement where it's like, what's what? What is wrong with this guy? Yeah. Is he okay? I don't know. I don't know if you just get that far away from yourself with the, with the sort of fame that you just kind of forget what you're grounded in. Like It has to. I don't know. Like the fame gets you in a weird way like that. I don't pay attention to his content. But for some reason. I don't either. His content still ends up in our, in our fucking, uh, in our t- periphery. Mm-hmm. Forget it. I'm done with PDP. The, the only way I'm to really level this man yeah. is make him fight ninja to the death. Oh, shit, <laughs> Wow. An influencer off. An influencer Like celebrity deathmatch style. Influenza. <laughs> 2019. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. I like it. At that, the Fortnite dude. Dome. It, that's the thing. If we had celebrity deathmatch these days, PewDiePie would be on it, huh? Yeah, I think they were... Didn't they bring it back? They did bring it back. Yeah. I don't know if it was a hit because people are like, what's MTV anymore? Yeah, right? Yeah. What's Claymation? Clay... What? Yeah. Disney's not doing it. I don't know what it is. Why, why don't you just CG this? What's going on? Yeah, right? What the fuck? Is Shrek going to be in this? Is Goku going to be in this? <laughs> put Shrek and Smash. <laughs> put Shrek and Smash. There you go. That'd be the first time we can get uh, an American hit song in a video game. You hit it. We get Smash Mouth and Smash as yes. well. Yes. So. His final Smash is Smash Mouth. <laughs> get out of the swamp. <laughs> donkey, we got to go. Donkey. <laughs> we got to kill the gamers, Donkey. Pretty good. It's yeah, like, it's actually it's like Mike there. Myers is like, yeah, he's, he's in, in you. you. He's, he's, he's inside <laughs> Ultra me right instinct now. Mike Myers over Whoa. here. Whoa, Kevin, I don't want to talk about PewDiePie any more than I have to. Sure. <clears throat> Let's talk about the games we've been playing. Let's talk about the gamers game. It is the ultimate gamers game, and it is here, Daniel. It is the Borderlands Three. I have played a good like seven hours of this game since it released. Mm-hmm. I have to say. After all this time and all the turmoil of Randy spouting out his mouth about some bullshit or the other or beating up Dave. You know, mm. it's just all this stuff. We're having porn on a USB drive at porn a medieval times. Porn on a USB, fucking 2K games, trying to burn down a YouTuber's house because he happened to fucking... Oh, I forgot about that. ...happened to show a level that they didn't want to reveal. You know, like... Oh, shit. I have to say, at the end of the day, I like this game. It was worth all the, the trauma. I don't know about That's worth true. all the trauma. <laughs> I, th- I like it like it feels good mm-hmm. um now at the very offset there's nothing to distinguish it from borderlands 2 right yeah. you even end up you're on pandora yeah. in the first thing but my turning point was when i got off of pandora okay when they finally get you to uh your first other planet is you go to a city called meridian mm-hmm I was just like, whoa, I'm seeing skyscrapers and shit in a Borderlands game, mm. and I'm somewhere else. And I took 
the fucking sanctuary ship to fly here and there's like a over like universe map a galaxy oh that's cool and i was like oh shit this is actually kind of what i was wanting this is like the difference maker for me you know they really kind of expanded the universe a little bit because like uh in two you get to go to like hyperion and that feels like a very different setting and you get that sort of like small city feel with it and then uh borderlands the pre-sequel takes you to, to the, the moon. moon. And that was kind of cool. To the moon. Yeah, it was kind of cool. I like going to other places that aren't an arid desert. Yeah. And that's what Borderlands really kind of needed. There's other... It is just kind of a uh, an embarrassment of, of quality of life features. Okay. Like, they really rethought every little thing while also not trying to rock the boat. Okay. It still feels like Borderlands. And I think the fans are not going to have a problem with that, right? Yeah. I played for like 10 minutes. I was like, this feels like what I remember. This feels exactly. Like. Yeah. But when you get into the little nuances and little details, you go, oh shit, that's better. Um, Like the fact that you can fast travel back to your vehicle okay. or certain points within the map. So you don't have to fucking deal with that. And you can do that straight from the map rather than going to like a fast travel point. Okay. Cool. That's good news. Um, the Some of the new vehicles, really fucking fun. You get this fucking like cyclone cycle thing where it's like just a big old wheel that you sit down in okay and it's neat as fuck and it's fast and i like getting in the fights with that thing and then you could do this thing where um ellie who owns the the catcher ride stations Mm -hmm. has you fucking hijacking enemy vehicles Mm -hmm. in order to steal their parts oh that's kind of awesome and so i ended up stealing one uh one of the bandit technicals that had a um kind of like a what do you call like an electric gun that Mm -hmm. shoots out just like a whole fucking wave electricity Mm -hmm. and i took it stole it went back to the catch ride point and i was able to just put that on my vehicle and i was like Uh, oh very cool i like this there's all these little quality of life things and one thing I don't have to hold square to pick up items. I can just walk over them like I've always wanted in my life. Yeah, that was something that um, part one struggled with. Part mm. two only let you do it for certain items. And now part three is just like whenever you open a chest, it just flies into your face. <laughs> oh, I didn't even really notice that because I feel like I was still like holding something to pick things up. But no. Oh, yeah. no, you're right. No, actually, I would yeah. hold the square to open whatever. And then, yeah, like yeah. ammo and shit just yeah. flies in your face. Okay. You're like, fantastic. So the only thing that you have to assess is just uh, weapons mm-hmm. and shields. Awesome. And the guns feel fucking good. They feel really good. They have a good feel. Jacob still is hard and heavy. Mm. Um, You still have the explosive weapons, and then you have cooler things, too, like TDR now. When you toss those guns and they explode, now they have, like, fucking... Some of them have a homing rocket on them, so they'll go to the nearest enemy, even if you, like, shoot them in a different direction, which is really cool. Like, I'm having fun with, like, the little details of Mm. the game. So one of the things that I'm not enjoying is the writing. Mm. The writing is fucking annoying. Was the writing ever not annoying, though? I think in 2012, I minded it way less yeah. because there's way less examples of games trying to do that kind of humor. Mm-hmm. And even still, not a lot of games do because they know not to try to be that fucking annoying and in your face yeah, at It's all very times. like meme-heavy humor, internet humor, yeah. in-your-face humor. Yeah, and it's a lot of That's that. It's not clever. Yeah, like... It really is just referential humor mm. you know, the entire time. It's it, it's the same kind of humor that the old scary movies had, <laughs> right? Where it's yeah. just like, oh, remember those fucking Nike commercials and that hilarious? And it's like, dude, this is going to date itself within a week. And it, it fucking fucks me up, too, because we got Tales from the Borderland, which was, you know, completely developed differently from it was fucking... great, had an amazing story. And it was right? actually clever and funny. And, I know. I thought that yeah. was such a natural evolution to what Borderlands was, because mm-hmm. part two had really cool story beats, but still was sprinkled with annoying claptrapness and loud-ass characters. Yeah. But then Tails was like, hey, 
we're gonna hit you in the feels in a way like you don't expect that game fucked me up that game actually like it hit me harder than most borderland any any borderlands game rather and it made me laugh harder like telltale did something really special with they that. really did and it's such a shame that like i know for a fact anthony birch is not working on the writing or mm-hmm. didn't work on the writing in part three okay. and some of it shows because well i think jim sterling made a very excellent point not to parrot him too much but he was talking about the game and said the problem with it is every character is at 11 every character is obnoxious or rude or an asshole or something mm-hmm. to the point where when they introduce the villains you don't know to treat them any differently than anyone else because they just seem as assholey as everyone yeah. else that you're meeting like your quest givers are like fucking narcissistic or what have you it just gets to be like too much where you're just like okay y'all need to shut up like every every single person needs to shut up i don't need to listen to fucking like 12 pages of dialogue just to be told to go find some yeah. fucking bandits and shoot them in the face and come back with the item that they drop like seriously yeah. you need to dial your shit back that's my problem with the game so far okay and it's even more annoying just like anthem just like anthem where they're squawking at you and i'm in a party chat with someone and they're mm. talking about their loadout or something and i'm just like I'm, I don't hear either of you. Yeah. Like, that's what happens. When two people talk to you at once, you don't hear either of them. You're just like, <laughs> you know? So that's, these are the issues that I'm having with the game that I knew I would have with the game, but I didn't expect to be like, you know what? It's like coming back to a comfortable grind. Mm-hmm. I do like the core gameplay so much, and I'm not going to take that out of their, their ballpark. And the game runs pretty decently despite mm. some major uh bugs that dave especially ran into oh really i saw a cutscene that he couldn't it was just a black screen for him and oh. he got so pissed off because he was like what the hell this is like a major story element i was like yeah it's a pretty long cutscene too that sucks <laughs> that shit sucked yeah was he hearing like voiceovers or like any audio he, stuff his problem he was in the menu he went into the menu and the game oh. fucking stutters and chokes when you go into the menu Ooh. yeah and it's just like dude it's an rpg loot shooter the menu's pretty it's pretty important yeah people are jumping in it all the time it's not like control you know yeah exactly where i'm just pausing right yeah now i i hope they smooth out some of those wrinkles because that's gonna definitely impact people's time with the game Mm -hmm. where it's like hey man i want to change my loadout and the game bug the fuck out Ooh, no no bueno but it's early days yet because it just goddamn came yeah i I gotta wonder like how many like patches are going to come out within like the next week or so yeah yeah you're, you're probably going to see a few like right away because mm-hmm. I, I heard people having connectivity issues as well okay yeah and frame rate problem they were also doing this thing what was <laughs> it the echo cast it was like a twitch extension and that wasn't working for a lot of people that's right i turned yeah. that shit on when i was streaming and i didn't see or notice anything different that was happening mm-hmm. so and I, I put on the extension i'm not sure what else what, i need to do yeah. yeah what is it supposed to do it's supposed to allow viewers to like either just affect the game like send enemies your way in one, okay. one way or another or give you like loot bonuses okay. I, I it's convoluted and i didn't pay attention to it but well, like honestly i still like the game mm-hmm. i i don't know how long i'm gonna stick with it yeah exactly like something else comes out takes my attention i'm gonna go play that like if that De- you know if death stranding comes out and blows everybody away i don't need death stranding to blow everyone away that game is quirky and weird and i want to fucking play it yeah regardless like i don't care yeah. I don't care if that game's kind of bad. It's still going to be an interesting experiment. It's it's to totally weird, and I'm I'm along for the ride. But the more I see about it, I'm just kind of like I'm I'm kind of lukewarm. I'm just like all right, whatever. I think it's one of those things that just can't explain itself. Mm-hmm. Even Hideo Kojima said himself, which is like, if you have any passing like interest in this game, yeah. just play it. Okay, just play it. He did like a 59 minute like video demo of it. I watched it yeah. and I was like, I love this. 
Wait, was it just the beginning of the game? It was just a bunch of him walking around in the wilderness and laying down some, some ladders. <laughs> and, and peeing and hanging out with a baby in a hot tub. Playing harmonica for his baby what to soothe fuck? his little embryo baby. What is that And I was just like... I'm sorry, dude. I am so here for this fucking game. Could you imagine streaming that game? It is fucking wild. Yeah, it's just going to be so bizarre for it's gonna people be hel- to watch. Exactly. Yeah. I like the bizarre, yeah. so I'm just like, yeah, I'm down like a clown for this. I don't care if it's good. <laughs> this That's so weird. But yeah, Borderlands 3, so far, good. What uh, character are you playing as? I am playing as Amara the Siren. Very cool. You can have uh, three action skills, and you have to like you know switch between them depending on what you want to do. And you get cool modifiers too, where you can do stuff where it's like, hey, every time I use my action skill, it does corrosive damage and stuff like that. Uh, okay. So they have like extra layers to what you can equip and stuff. They had that in two, but it was always further down the skill tree. Yeah. Like you yeah. had to super upgrade for it. Yeah, exactly. Like now it's like no, and you can even um, unlock skills that bleed into other trees. Okay. Uh, I can't figure it out because the menu systems. A little convoluted this time. Weird. Just a little. It's it's still pretty clean, yeah. but it's just a little like, uh, am I pressing X or triangle right now? Wait, yeah. wait. Oh fuck! It wanted me to press R two instead of R one. Yeah. Like is that. Kind I had of a shit? little bit of that fumbling too when I played. Yeah, it's a little fumbly, right? That that's about it. I mean, when we were playing mm-hmm. Borderlands two, like for a hundred years straight, like I, we had it under our thumbs. That's true. Yeah. We had that shit under lock and key. Although mm-hmm. I will say, there's also one thing I want to call out that's really fucking annoying to me. Of course, you can turn it off, but it's really fucking annoying. Um, notifications that you get for shit that other players are doing it's in your so friends list. weird. And like, they tell you just like the most like arbitrary shit like, oh, they did the, they got the challenge for killing 200 Malawan. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't care that This dude got that. 500 headshots. Yeah. You can turn down the frequency of those. You can turn it off. But like at the same time, if you're trying to duck out from people, like, you know, be uh, on offline mode, uh-huh. those shits will still appear for yeah. other players as you're playing. Yeah. So you're always online even if you're yeah. offline or uh, Yeah, what the fuck your box? How how do I turn off that social shit, man? There's got to be a flip side for like you can turn off other people's but maybe yours isn't visible. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I should yeah. make mine invisible for yeah. other people in case I don't want to fucking have like a million invites. There, ha- there has to be one. There ha- yeah. mm, it wasn't in the I menu. I mean, they have a lot of like customization menus and accessibility it, it options and all they this do. stuff. They do. And those so. are all great. But there wasn't in the menu that allows you to change the frequency actually say uh, other players can't see yours. That's stupid. That should be right okay. there, my friends. Right there. <laughs> okay. Okay, Randy. Randy. Otherwise, I like it. Okay. Yeah. Really. I mean, the thing about Borderlands 3 that had to catch me in the first place, like, the gameplay loop is always good with those games. It's fun to grind and do missions and do whatever. Like, not even pay attention to what you're, like, doing in the game, but just fuck up things with the guns and yeah. play with friends like that that's just always been cool about it and i don't know like it looks like more of the same like it doesn't look too crazy different you know from two like if the colors pop a little bit more and it seems sharper in terms of like the cell shading but i wasn't blown away like within the first like few minutes of it i was like hmm. yeah no it's i don't think it's gonna look fundamentally that different it doesn't yeah. it still looks pretty good like the lighting effects are great the colors do pop the cell shading is masterclass style mm. uh, yeah like i can't discount it for that just because we've seen it before you yeah. know what i'm saying but um and then it, again like the little details like when you're fighting enemies rather than like how they were where they're just like these cardboard cutouts that die or yeah. don't die 
this time they react to your shots and okay. stuff. Where like if you hit him in the right way, like you can have a guy rolling backwards who still isn't dead, but he's like rolling out of the way because he's like, oh fuck. Okay. And then you can blast him on the ground. I have one shotgun that actually makes him like hover in the air as you're still shooting him, which is really cool. Okay. Like there's cool ass like uh, physics going on. Like in the an game. animations for but, the enemies. Yeah, yeah, and they brought back gore. It is very. Oh, okay. You can decapitate fools. You can blow off their legs. You can explode them into chunks. It's nuts. Whoa. They brought back a lot of gore. Pandora's lawless. Oh, you're not on Pandora anymore, baby. <laughs> yeah. I actually, from what I can tell, Pandora is actually only like one kind of isolated level, okay. rather than being like several in Pandora so far. Because I think you're really just globe or galaxy hopping the whole game, and I'm like, you know what? That's, That's the shit that I'm down for. That's neat. I'm excited to see the tail end of it. I'm not really like super involved, uh, interested in like what the main story is going to be. Like, yeah, I want to see the callbacks from like you know. The tier two and, and tier one uh, vault hunters, like, you know, Lilith, Lilith and fucking Lilith. Maya and, like, all those characters. Like, yeah, I want to see them come back, yeah, obviously. Yeah. I already, already encountered Zero. But, like, cool. I don't give a shit about, like, these two twin assholes. No, they're really bad like, so far. I don't far. care about that at they're all. They're really bad. There's there's <laughs> such a bad uh, uh, proxy for Handsome Jack. That's the thing. Like, Handsome Jack was probably, like... The, stellar the best realized villain in that universe stellar yeah absolutely stellar to the point where it's like i'm sorry every everything's gonna be a shadow yeah in handsome jack because like even tales from the borderlands knew they keep him as a villain mm-hmm. even though he was dead yeah so this and, game i would be fine if they're like handsome jack's back again i would be like yeah, i wouldn't give cheap. a shit i was like you guys don't have anything better like this whole fucking um media influencer shit that you're doing with the twins yeah okay I'm getting tired of it. Spider-Man did it last year. That's true. <laughs> you know, and it was like, annoying then. Yeah, it was annoying then. It's <laughs> annoying now. And so, yeah, that's, I'm not digging it. But I'm going to give it, of course, more hours of mine. I mean, we're going to play the shit out of it. We're going to have our own classes. We're going to have gaming fam classes for you, me, Chelsea, yep. and Dave. We're going to be playing on stream. We're going to see us on twitch.tv slash Red Earth. I would like to year. try and maybe platinum it. I don't know. Uh, the, the, well, the trophy list seems a little a little more reined in. Yeah, than previous ones where you had to do like certain amount of things with each class. Then yeah, it doesn't have the characters. It seems just universal. Ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. I like that. I like that. But I'm like sure that. there's going to be some really grindy ones, like you said. It's going to be time in- time yeah. intensive for sure, buddy. Strap in. Because you at least, I imagine to hit level 50, you have to do like New Game Plus at least once. I guess character. So if yeah, they have anything like New Game Plus? Oh, I'm sure they do. Like the they didn't too, right? Oh, yeah, they did in both yeah, of them. Yeah, yeah, that's right, that's right, that's right. I, I, I'm early days yet, man. That's true. Early You're only seven hours yet. in. I'm excited for it, but I am annoyed by it. Like, I I picked it up kind of, like, bitterly. I was like, I'm going to buy this fucking game, but Borderlands Why? annoys me. Because I was talking to you about this before we recorded. Like, Borderlands fans just annoy me. <laughs> I'm sorry, they do. Like, and maybe it's, like, the... The gap years from 2012 to 2019 with the burgeoning of social media and seeing, like, Borderlands cosplayers or seeing people at conventions or seeing fucking people Dog, do videos. If, if anybody has the right I know, to get it's annoyed you. It's you. at Borderlands fans, yeah. it's somebody who sold Borderlands merch for three years at conventions yeah. and had people running up and doing the voices <laughs> and fucking, oh, I'm a meatball <laughs> like, at me. Shoot and, me in the face. Shoot me in the face and fuck my mom. Oh, like, yep, yep, okay. I know, gotcha. you, you have the right. Gotcha, do you want a size large? Yep, yep, nope, nope, we don't have a Two for twenty one for thirty five. Nobody wants a doll shirt, you jabroni. <laughs> but yeah, no, I feel you. I yeah. feel you on that. I don't want to yuck anybody's yum. No, no, no. They're very. It has created a a, a cult 
around itself. Um, and everybody yeah, psycho had, bandit cult. has plenty of personality within this. Cult. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm happy that it's finally out. I'm yeah. happy people are stoked about it to see somebody like uh, Tyler Mann get really hyped for this game. He's to be super out. hyped, man. Yeah, and he's probably been playing it nonstop since he has. fucking Friday. I'm pretty sure he probably he's been beat it twice nonstop. over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so that's no, it's it's great stuff. I'm glad that they they got their game. Um, Half-Life fans can't say the same about their their trifecta. Same for Mother fans, you yeah, know. Yeah, Mother fans. Their fans out there fucked. suffering right now. Yep. The Borderlands 3 came out. <laughs> so. The Borderlands 3 came out, y'all. <laughs> Catch a ride! Fuck. <laughs> How do we land this one? Oh, we land it just as we always do. Guys, remember, don't, don't retract your fucking donations to the ADL. <laughs> <laughs> Keep your five hundred or what is it, fifty thousand donations? It was fifty thousand dollars. Yeah, keep that in, shit in the right place. Yeah, just make sure that that one goes through. Yeah. <laughs> Don't let people tell you one way or another. And if yeah. your name ever shows up in a, a murderer's manifesto, you probably need to say something about it. You probably got to address that shit, mm-hmm. right? You probably got to have a hard reflection on yourself yeah. there. That's all. Then you know, come on. Yeah, that's all. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, everybody, for riding in with us. Uh, holding steady yeah listen to us talk about control which daniel hated most of it. i love control um and controls he, a great and game he hates borderlands and listen i'm just in a curmudgeon mood he really right. hates my 30s are really showing right animal now. crossing as well oh yeah he definitely hates it's animal cool. crossing he just you just don't like the gamers man yeah, i mean sort of, maybe the gamers are just really fucking ruffling my feathers i'm here for the gamers yeah. but i'm trying to be kind of an intermediate for them oh I, yeah you're I, like I, the the big gamer uh, diplomat right I, I try to be diplomatic i say like hey i understand where you're coming from it's a great thing but also please don't send your pubes to this developer just because they decided to put something on the epic game store please please please, please don't. nobody wants yeah. that don't send you know? somebody a, a severed calf head just because right they had an exclusive deal come on be chill you know gamers be chill gaming is cool gaming is Gaming's fun. cool we but when gaming. you do this shit it's not cool anymore yeah you know? that's all gamers yeah be cool catch a ride to a new way of thinking <laughs> but as always we want to thank you guys for listening if you guys came out download last week, some empathy <laughs> yeah, put that on your flash drive and lose it at a medieval times oh god <laughs> but we want to thank you guys for listening if anybody came out to our live stream last week honestly it meant the world to us you guys were awesome for holding out for those six hours drinking with us and and having a blast we're the you're the reason we do this and the reason we're going to do it for fucking three more years we want to thank you as always and we want to thank manscape for keeping our balls nice and yeah. shaved um they keep me easy breezy beautiful listen i i, I didn't get nipped down there mm-hmm. you know no nerve endings were were cut open there's no testicular exposure <laughs> thank you man sidebar i've actually done that you've opened up your testicles yeah for the sack yeah really with a bad cut okay. I, I was worried i, I so this what happened were you doing freddy Sidebar here i was doing some some manscaping yeah. with with my scissors as i do and getting in there, and I did kind of like a, a careless cut, where I was like, what? I would, I don't think I was looking when I did it. See, I'm usually very meticulous and careful and close. Okay. But I got I got very close to the skin, and I, I cut off the top layer of my testicles. Wow. It was actually like where, oh God, where the, the base of the penis meets the <laughs> testicles. And I thought I was going to have to go to the hospital because it was bleeding a lot. And I was home alone. Like, this is before I had to go to work. Oh, did you try to wait it out? You tried to wait this one out too? <laughs> I had a Band-Aid on it for like... You my... have a bad habit of trying to wait I out know. your bleed. But bleed luckily it wasn't as deep as my finger cut. Gotcha. Yeah, I didn't cut my dick on a Zelda glass. Gotcha. You tried to peel that orange, huh? Yeah. Goodness gracious. Anyway, uh, but now with manscaping, their beautiful manscaping dick guard. 
Never mm-hmm. happens. Thank you, manscapers. Yeah. We love you. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody.